the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist. Yes, you hit play, and this is the Ninja Rob Podcast. I'm your MC. They call me JB. And luckily, I'm with two of the greatest minds in this room. Timmy, how are we doing? Let's check in. What's going on? Doing fantastic, especially... Yeah. Uh, that was a very nice intro. Bro, you deserve it, son. Threw me you off a little bit, but I'm doing great. You deserve it, son. You deserve it. It's a quick on a, one. On a square footage basis, this room's almost empty. Yeah, well, let's right. it. Gotcha. You get what you get. What you get. I right. just, I just, I know. Is this a room? Well, Obviously. What would it this be? This whole thing is a room. Yeah. Or it's like divided into different sections. I don't know. How many rooms are in this building? Uh, I'd say, so three, five, six. Timmy, how was the routine today? Routine? The routine, yeah. How was your thing? Sauna, good? Sauna was great. Right? It was actually not. It was fucking crowded. Really? Terrible. Yo, crowded. Crowded sucks. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, but I, I don't give a fuck. Training? Training was good. I, did like, I only did like two or three rounds, but it was good. Gotcha. Trying to, yeah. trying to take it easy a little bit. And how's the home, the home sauna going? Great. I'm in it yeah. every night. Every night? Every night. Right. Has the wife had the, the sauna party with, the, with her, her lady friends? No, but... Her, two of her friends came over on fr- her sister and her friend came over on Friday night and used it. Oh, nice! While we weren't there. That's what's what up. do you call her sister? Chichi. What? Can we unpack that? Let's go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a Hungarian word, kichi, kimchi, kichi, right? Which means like little one or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So that was like her nickname. Not fermented cabbage. Right. Oh, okay. So that's uh, why that, that was that was like her nickname, like her Kichi. Her like uh, parents called her and stuff. Okay. I just and I always. Oh, so you? I thought you said Chichi at first. I do. I yeah. say Chichi. It be, it's be, we've changed it to Chichi. We so wait, this you. is like a double unpack. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's like a box inside yeah, of a box. Changed it. Yeah. Schrodinger's cat of names. Um, what? Yes. Not Schrodinger. Yeah. We've uh, we've changed it. I've changed it. So you went from Kichi. Does her I sister thought, call her Kichi? I, I would say it. I was like, "Where's, uh, where's?" Uh, and I was trying to think of the, the Hungarian word. And I would just say Chichi, and then and then has that stuck with the family too? Have they? Yeah, yeah. they've adopted it. Yeah. yeah, you really become the head of household. Yeah. Yo, trans- no, 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 no. Um, I don't know if. Uh, so wait, who? Were, if- I think her mom and dad still call her Kichi, but like they'll joke and say Chichi. Sometimes. When her dad is in the room, mm-hmm. who runs the room? The dad does. Oh, you bow down to him. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, just making sure. Um, okay. I mean, he's 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 a uh, he's the head of he's his the, household. It, well, it seems like he's the head of your household well, it depends. too. Like it's it, they're very traditional. So like, um, when I go over there for dinner, he sits at one head of the table, and I said he said the oldest male has to sit at the head of the table. So him and me are at the heads of the table, right. and, and then, the beta sits at the, the other end, and the women are okay are around are around. The women and the younger men are around it. Gotcha. We're at the ends. Uh, do you get the other head of the table? I, we both get a head of the table. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Marco, how was open mat today? Checking it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. We're, we're, I, we've been weeding out the tourists. Okay. We used to get a, a decent amount of people visiting. Yeah. And I feel like we've, we've started because we don't use a clock. That's the only thing I could think of right now is since we're not using a clock, some people either don't like it or they don't want that style of training or that non time training and they haven't you know more people more visitors haven't been coming but the quality of training has been do have a clock yeah we do we have two you just don't use it yeah Yeah. 
Yeah, like I said, we don't use. Is a there a reason behind that? Yes. Yeah. What is it? What's the reason? Uh, because I feel that it allows uh, the matches to change in complexity and technique the longer we go. Because I, I, I like longer matches. I yeah, I, I like it, if we do. You and I do twenty eight minute matches. They're likely going to be like eighty five percent the same mo- most of the time. But if we were to do a thirty minute roll. We get past all that, and we get into different aspects of our of our jujitsu, and we get to explore certain positions that we may not have seen. Or, it. What I also really like about it is, if you're in a really bad spot, it changes the dynamic of that sense of urgency, because you could be stuck there for a very long time, and you don't have the the clock to mm-hmm. to get to as the escape valve, but also. From the flip side, if you're on the attack, say you're in on an arm lock, we'll use that as an example, that you have all the time in the world to finish it now, and it really kind of pushes the control from that from that setup. So that, that's why I like it. And, and that basically, you're kind of saying that that's what the clock does. Like all the things that it it, do, it does to the match is what happens in competition, right? They, so you, you're stepping all that down so that you can push past it and ride through. Yeah, and, and right? I think it just, it's, it, right now it's an opinion as well. Yeah. Right before I was clocking, we get multiple training partners and right. how many rounds did you get in mm. and what was your level of effort and my opinion has changed from then. It could it could change in the future. Right, but there is, a, there is someone keeping time. Someone says stop. So there's someone- It's not up to everybody to stop when they want. Well, they, some people can. Like if they just want to stop, they get can. Get somebody new. If there's somebody available. Normally- Can you- could I come here and like roll for a while and then be like, all right, I'm done and be like, hey, Marco, you want to roll? Like while you're rolling with somebody else? Can you? You could. I'd probably just say no mm. because I'm busy right now. You'd have to wait till somebody finishes. So there's one of the, the problems if you, you want to be done with whoever you're training with and move on to the next one. Well, if you're not the person calling yeah, no. switches. So just, be, just be like, hey, man, let's, uh, let's change. Yeah, yeah. No. no. Can't. Can't so do you it. can't do that. No, no, you can. But they can say no. Exactly. Why would, yeah, I didn't think it would be like you had, it was like necessary. Right. So what saying. they have to do though, is when we call time or switch, mm-hmm. you have to switch. You have to switch, right. So one of the downsides of the kind of these extended rounds is if you get stuck with somebody of a, you know, of a much lower quality yeah. jujitsu Or much person. higher. Or there's a big right. difference in your a, training skills. A big skills. difference in, a big, in intensity. But you know, sometimes it's fun. I, I love like it because I um, both at the judo school I trained at and at max size, there was never a timer. Right, and it was it was always just you roll with somebody until you were done, and then you roll with somebody else. Yeah, and sometimes I'll use certain if I'm a lot of times if I'm watching open mat or the training, I won't have a specific time in mind. I'll look for certain things to have happen. Mm-hmm. So like I want I want to see four submissions in the room. And then I'll call a switch or I want to see three sweeps or, or whatever. When I'm training, I'll ask somebody else to call the time just so that I don't have the excuse or use it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm in a bad spot and I'm just like, this sucks. You recuse yourself. I, yes. You I, re- I definitely recuse go. myself. But today I didn't train. I wanted to watch the formula one, the Sao Paulo grand prix. Oh, how was it? So Not it was, it was very good stuff. Yeah. But I did 92 minutes on the air dine while, while watching. Re- yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, Look at yeah. that. Man, it must have been intense. Take Amazingly that. intense. <laughs> so yeah, that was open map for me. It was good. So like I said, we we've, we've weeded out. I think some of the uh, some of the tourists, but the people that are coming are getting getting really good training. That's awesome. What do you say to anyone who wants to come that has never experienced something like that? Come and try it. 
Give it a try. Yeah. But you don't want tourists. Uh, I mean, not that I don't want tourists. I just want people that are that are on board with what we're doing. Right. Timmy, can you speak to the to the time limit? I, I was when I was at the school the other day. You were talking about in general we do six. About, well, you were, but you were talking about the differences between uh, competition and training in in, uh, in in class. It was it was a conversation you had for some of the students. How I don't remember the conversation. It was just a, you think that's COVID brain or CTE? Ooh. I mean, I have lots of conversations with students, and yeah. we talk. This week we had a competition, so we probably talk. I had a, several con. Yeah, you were talking about the differences between how, like, the Matt Monster and how you are under, un, you know, oh, when we're talking your about time. guys that. Are, Did you bring up about, the Steve Maxwell's Lincoln McElravey story? No, no, okay. I don't know that one. All right, no. Um, yeah, just talking about how there's plenty of guys that crush people in the gym when they go out to compete. Mm-hmm. They just completely freeze up and can't right. do anything. And then there's guys that, in training, they're like nothing special, but when it's time to to get on the mat, they're killers right so i like kyle serum who said what did he say one time i heard him say he says i shine best under when, the, when the lights are bright when yeah. the lights are bright yeah, coach yeah, that's what shout out the sir what is sir you know what I mean? so so uh, and i know we like we'll joke around and stuff but we haven't seen not that we've done a ton of competitions but any issues with going to a time set with all the no time limit quote-unquote training right. like any matches that we won or lost it wasn't because you know, the time set was a, a, a factor for us. So right. there, so there be one, you know, people have asked me or I've talked to people, does it affect anybody that competes so far? We haven't seen it. The, the guys that competed at this last, cause uh, Tim and I were both at grappling industries. Uh, I didn't see anything where they, the five minutes held them back or, or made it better for them. Got you. So let's go into that. Let's go into the, in your time at the, at the tournament yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Timmy. Um, Hellfish won the uh, overall adult title. Nice, congratulations. However, so there's a caveat. If you, if you check the website, it uh, says we're in second place. Ooh, oh, so, so who's first place? Uh, What's the uh, third generation or something? Three, uh, third generation jujitsu is okay. was in first. But so I had one student that registered. All my students registered under Hellfish MMA. One student registered under Hellfish. So if you look at the points, like Hellfish MMA has. Uh, a thousand ten points, and then at in one hundred and eighth place is Hellfish, Hellfish. with thirty one points. So you're second and a hundred and eighth. So you're what's that? One hundred and ten divided but by your fifty. Your fifty fifth place. That uh, the guy that uh, registered under the wrong thing to our score, we blow the other. The first place winner out of the water. Good but um, I I emailed Grappling Industries about it because my guy had tried to uh, change his name on the website on Friday. But they just said, they just sent me an email back. They said they have to make that change by Wednesday, otherwise it gets like locked into the system. But they're going to send us a, a team medal anyway. That's all awesome. because we are the winners. So let's no, no, you much- came you came in second because your guy. No, we're first. That, no, no, no. He, clerical error. Regardless, no, you guys came in second. No, we're first. How how so? Uh, according to the email I just no, got no, from but the, the standings industries. and the rankings. No, according to the email I got. According to the according to the points, who came in first? The website third that's wrong? generation. No. According the, to the points? Yeah. Hellfish MMA. No, there's a Hellfish and a there, Hellfish MMA. It's a satellite MMA. school. An affiliate. It's a, so you, anyway, we won first place. I think. Uh, well, congrats, <laughs> congrats on silver. That's um, it. You know, the beauty is you don't lose, you learn. And what you learned here is that your students need to be better at do? clerical. How'd you guys do? Uh, we, terribly. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Let's go on. How, guys, many, how many competitors did you have? Uh, we had 12 or 13. Oh, really? Uh, over various uh, ranks and weights. Yeah. Do you have Everything. any breakdown on that? What How many think? guys from the know. Kumite competed? Kumite. Kumite. 
That's it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you could see the faces in here. So any breakdown on that? How'd you, you know? Uh, too many to break down, but everybody did great. The best part was How much had, coaching uh, did you do? So was, when you say everybody did great. Everybody did great. Gold medals. Everybody. No. All 12 gold medals. I don't, like, I know you like to say, like, oh, it's all that matters is, like, getting gold medals is bullshit. But, like, you don't, that, that maybe if you're, if you're Dan Gable or you're Kale Sanderson, you're running some fucking big time program, but you're running a martial arts school. You don't so you have any world some, like, little, some little time bullshit school. You have these recreational guys that are competing for their first time. I look for improvement. I don't like. It's great if you win a gold medal. That's that's nice. I mean, we did win the overall title for adults. If second so we place are, was we winning, were, then we yes. were the, we were the best team at that tournament. That was in second so place. We all did great. Right. So, um, as a team, silver is amazing. No, first place. If I look at, if anybody, if a guy in California looks up grappling industries, we'll see, hey, how did the Philadelphia grappling industries tournament mm -hmm. go? They see whatever that school is, third generation. They just have second to dig place. a little deeper to figure out oh, the really? result. Oh, really? Yeah. They have to go down, they, they got to scroll down to 108? Yeah, to all find right, out. Right. And then do they, then add those points to yours and yeah. clearly. So are we saying votes were, deeper. what? <laughs> wins weren't counted. Yeah. Oh, okay. They There's weren't a little, they a little hanky-panky again. I know you're going to bring that Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, it um, always seems to happen to you guys. So, what, what was your your personal highlight, coaching or what? My personal you? highlight was I had two guys that three guys that had competed a few times. Everybody did great, and you care about how everyone does. You, you yeah, know, they had, I had several guys but get you, like golds and double golds and all that. But right. the, like a lot of those guys, I kind of expect to do that. But then, the my favorite part was the guys that had uh, got their first wins. Nice. You know, like I had like three guys that had competed a couple times and gotten like smashed every time they went right, out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And but you could see there was a little bit of progress each time. And yesterday was a day where it like finally clicked for them and they were able to win. Nice. You know? And that was cool because I especially saw the one guy. He like uh, he's very like kind of mild mannered dude, but he won and he like like yeah. Does he train for school? Does he work yeah. for you or he just no, he just trains there? Okay. And I had another kid that works for me. He uh, yeah, uh, the kid yeah tall kid nick um he's been competing he's competed a few times and gotten smashed a lot and then he he went up against two really good guys like two i would say i thought they were like i saw him matched up against those guys on the uh and you're like is thing. It gonna, is it gonna be a rough rough go for your guy like, man he's got a bad he's bad got a draw tough draw and he submitted both of them nice. that's awesome and then i told him i was like yo you know those guys that you beat were really good he was like he's like no they suck what are you talking about like he couldn't believe that he could beat somebody good right He's so still very like uh, has zero confidence. So yeah. how, how many competitions had these guys done in the past and, until they got these these breakthrough wins? I think uh, Nick had done two or three tournaments. Okay. The other guy, uh, Brian, had done four, maybe five tournaments, and he's gotten like he's lost each one, but each match he's like that's what, like one of my favorite things is to see a guy like he goes out there, he looks completely clueless. And he gets like you love it when guys look he just, completely. No, clueless. I hate that. That's terrible. I'm like fuck. <laughs> but uh, to see each time he competed, he like lasted a little longer. Like I remember one time after he got off the mat, he was like, "Is well, I made it the distance." Oh, he was in you know the last I mean? grappling yeah. industries as well. Okay, sure. yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. Um, and uh, like that's for some people, that's a, a great accomplishment. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, for a hobbyist, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But then to go from that to like dominating a guy and submitting him with like no that's really, awesome. really like good the big really good technique like 
You know what I mean? Like executing all the stuff that like I've had him working on in class and seeing it work and seeing it work for him was, was great. Yeah, well, it's like magic. I had another guy. So, yeah, I had another guy who he had I think like seven matches yesterday, and he lost like all of them. Okay. And then after his like fifth match, he's like, I don't have it anymore. So I'm, I was like, I was like, you got two more matches. I was like, just stick around. I was like, I kind of pulled out what you said. I was like, you you regret the things you don't do more than the things you do do. Yeah. You know, and. uh I was like, I guarantee you, if you leave, you're going to be pissed that you didn't do these last two matches. Mm. And he lost his sixth, and then he like won his seventh. So he, won at, he won at the end, and I was like, you glad you stayed around? He's like, yeah, thanks for... Mm. What, what do you think was the um, the catalyst to the breakthrough for these guys that made breakthroughs? And it's just experience. Experience and time on the mat and experience. Like some guys... So I had a couple guys, this one kid that competed yesterday. He's only been training like less than two months. He doesn't really know anything. Is that uh, Joe's cousin? Yeah, 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 Max, yeah, yeah. Max Funk. I I loved watching that kid yeah. go. Yeah, but he does like he listened and he just he looked like a way more experienced than than you than the two yeah. months. He's yeah. just like natural and athletic and super strong. Yeah, you know the other thing that was super cool was how excited Joe was yeah. for his cousin. Yeah, he was like, that's my little cousin. He's been awesome. he doesn't he's only yeah, he been training him, for he, two months. Yeah, he brought him in. It's yeah. cool because they always they always work together. Yeah, and I hadn't seen that guy in so long, and it was just a, really a pleasure to just chat with yeah. Joe. Yeah, um, he did great. Then I had another kid that's been training with me for a little while, like a young sort of like tough kid. He did great. I don't know if he got a medal or not. I, I left before they like finished his division. Right. I mean, he was done competing, but they, he still had guys in his division competing. Um, it was overall it was great, yeah. and we won first place. I'm I'm, ha I'm happy Second. for this for that guy for the guy who won the last match, and for your sales guy. Because yeah. you know I'm sitting there, and, and I know no one really knows who I am, but I am ear hustling yeah. and listening <laughs> to conversations and listening, and you know I'll chime like in a if superpower I can. Power you have. So listen, you know, yeah. I mean? like I'm watching. You know, sometimes I'd come in here with a little notepad and write things down for the next time. So but yeah, it's like I, like I, there's guys that I have competing. I'm excited because I know they're gonna like do well. You know, it's like I, I can't wait to watch this guy like smash right. some people yeah. or try something new when he goes out there, you know And then there's other guys where I'm like, I just want this guy like for a lot of guys I'm just like just don't get tapped out this time Right. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that's for a some clear people, improvement. Yeah. That's like a, yeah. it goes from getting yeah. smoked every time to, to going the distance to actually winning and that's like uh, For those guys that's the, the best part the competition is not about the guy across from them. It's about yeah, about them Yeah, like yeah being definitely. better than they were the last time that's like it. we talked that's, about last week. That's but even uh, it, like my one guy who is, um, he's like, I can pretty much guarantee he's going to get double gold every time he competes. Um, you guarantee it. That's all. Pretty much. Good for him. I said pretty much. I can guarantee it. Um, what? So if so with him, it's cool because he comes from a wrestling background and I can say, all right, we're going to pull guard in this match. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, just do it. And he'll like, he tries new stuff and like, he's had a lot of wins, but then he'll, he'll use, he'll win a match and use like sweeps from his guard or like doing like actual right. jujitsu and he finds that way more rewarding than like winning on a takedown. And there's the other thing that I, I don't think grappling industries is particularly like the best run tournament or the best referee tournament, but that round Robin aspect of it really gives the competitor their money's worth, especially the yeah. younger guys that can train, uh, not train, but compete earlier in the day, get that long break and then compete later in the day. It is by far the best tournament, especially a young competitive guy can do. Yeah, and um, it's also like for as many matches as my guys had, I had a bunch of guys compete, and they all had lots and lots of matches. Yeah, I was still out of there by seven thirty. It's not. It's not. I had, bad. The, I had three guys competing, and I was out of there by 
eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the there's the other problem. Yeah, and so some of the guys they were saying you don't have to or ah oh, you're gonna be here all day. I commit to one guy. I commit to twenty guys. I'm here yeah. now. Know that it'll be a few months till I go to the next tournament. Yeah. yeah. Guys, um, understand that as students, what the instructors, what your, the yeah. guys that run the, one, the, schools, the one guy, guys that go for, you know, going that extra money for you John, guys. one of our guys, John, said, thanks for coming. I said, don't thank me for coming. Thank me for staying. <laughs> what should I do about this? Uh, should I make like a public uh, announcement about how the, the points are wrong? I mean, you're doing it right now, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, like more public. Like when you say the points stuff. are wrong, that second place... I mean, that you're in second place. You're going mean, to... First place. You're going to the, the state the computer has it wrong. Right, the software, the yeah. software is right. wrong. Yeah. That's how it usually I would, works. I would say at least let everyone in the school. It's know. got nothing Even to do with the, the well, human know. error. Well, input. no. Well, actually, I'll, I'll wait till we get the medal and we'll make a big, big announcement. Yeah, that, then you want to make sure. Yeah, because you want. Yeah, listen, especially as as a like a family, right? The Hellfish family, the NJMA family, Ninja Rock, no, Ninja but be, Nation. Being great, you, you know, they did great. They took second place. Yeah. That is great. You want to make sure you get all the accolades, everything they need. Yeah. Marco, how how about so how I was took the squad? A, a a very uh, almost like a spec ops three guys. Okay, we did a, nice. a, a yeah a scout, squad. scouting for the next one. <laughs> his squad, little his squad. Not particularly well from uh, wins and losses standpoint. Guys gain more experience. Uh, Dundee had eight or nine matches, mm. especially in the gi. He competes as a blue belt. There were some matches that. I mean, there might have been two matches that he lost by double-digit points. Mm -hmm. One match that he lost maybe six to zero, and another match where he got submitted. But what I will say about that guy is that there is no point in any second of that match that he's not trying to win. Awesome. It is amazing to watch him try and execute, but also put that effort forth. And it's only good if he, the, the more he competes. I think there's gonna there's he's gonna have that breakthrough like Tim right. Tim's Eventually, guys are having, right. but he's got to keep competing and competing, and now because of how much uh, training time he has in, he's in the advanced division of for Nogi, which was pretty scary in this like how much more fight he could give in the blue belt division, right. and how that didn't matter in the advanced Nogi division for three of his matches. He had an interesting match. There was a gentleman there that was uh, or is paralyzed and he was competing so that, man this guy looked like the mountain you saw you saw it right had to pick him up out of a like a walker and he would lay the guy down and he was in dundee's division and he's paralyzed and he's <laughs> he was he could use his arms okay all right so he's like from from the waist down i, I, I i'm not entirely sure what the but gotcha. he couldn't like where they put him was where he stayed unless the person he was grappling moved him all right so he could use his arms Somebody comes up to me. He's like, what do you think of all this? And I go, these guys should submit him. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. Well, what do you mean? I go, it's, he, he knows what he's doing. He's he knows, not, he knows he's paralyzed. He knows he's paralyzed, clearly. But if he's competing in an advanced division, no gi, he's not looking for any pity. He's looking, yeah, no. he's just looking for the time. He's the a time competitor. Of the like he's a competitor. Else, yeah. And I will say he's a true competitor. There this you guy. go. Because Dundee didn't submit him and couldn't. He was trying, and he couldn't arm lock the guy. And at the end of that match, the guy's like, my arms are shot. I hope I don't have any more matches. Because he was just, you know, he's just holding in Dundee. He's trying to, to, get, to get his arms apart. The ref wanted to give the guy the victory. Technically, Dundee had mounted him. Mm -hmm. They never threw the points up. And the guy goes, 
No, no, no. When he goes to raise the guy, he says, I didn't win that match. And I went up to him later. I said, man, I appreciate that you didn't want to give me that somebody giving you charity on that. When he goes, no, he's like, I, I, I didn't win. I was like, hey, man, kudos. Like, I, I said, yeah, whatever about you competing, like, you know, your disability and all that other stuff. I said, the, the bigger thing is you not taking this kind, you know, yeah. the kindness wrapped in pity mm -hmm. as a victory. So I, I thought yeah, that I think, was pretty cool. I think pity is like the most insulting thing you can uh, do to somebody. Yeah. To like say like, ah, oh, that's, that's so, that's so cool that you can do something like that it's not fun for whoever is competing with him no nah. right because Take pity on that person because he's he's in a lose-lose right if he somehow loses right how do you live that down and then if he does something untoward or whatever it's still you know so so at any time did, did anyone just walk in there and just submit him just like yeah everybody did except for oh. dundee oh okay. right so, I mean, look, and Dundee's in that advanced division, and he he wants to test himself. So, what is the the guy has no function of the lower body? So, bro, just, I I don't have his medical diagnosis. I know, but they, they like, laid him down. He could only and use then his arms. Dundee just mounts, mounts and goes to an armbar. Yeah, and then goes to the other side, and the guy must have some. So, from, yo, he's going just from like armbar to armbar, just trying to. Yes. Okay. Could you just like roll? The yeah, well, so, so you just like push him over onto his stomach and choke him. Yes, and that was something that I was kind of nervous would would happen right. and Dundee was like, what, what do I do with this guy? I go, you give him the respect that he's due and you go out there and try and submit him. Right. Right. I know you're giggling, but this is a serious conversation. <laughs> uh, so that, that was interesting. And then Dundee got emotional. Dundee's mom was there watching. She got emotional and she's like, mm -hmm. that guy's so brave. And I go, yeah. I said, but don't, I was like, he's not looking for, he's not crying. No. Why are you crying? This is, right. a, this is a celebration. This, right. this guy had the balls to go out there yeah. and, and do that. And like, He's got a fucked up lower body, apparently, and he's, he's willing. Risking his arms. He's risking yeah. his arms. <laughs> the only thing yeah. he has left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was cool. We had a, a kid, eighteen year old kid, that competed for the first time, and he went four and four. I had to stay till like eight o'clock at night with him. I could have probably left a few hours earlier, right. but he did. He did well in the fact that he won four matches, three of them by submission, one by walkover. So it's a technically a win, but not like his guy just didn't show up. And then he, he lost the other four. And we had another guy compete in the blue belt division. He didn't do so hot. I think he lost on points for most of his uh, most of his matches. I, I, I got there. They changed the time because it, it, the time is a moving target. They give you like an estimate of when it's going to start. And then as, right. the, as the tournament progresses, they start pegging down more. You know about pegging, right? Pegging. Yeah. You, uh, they start drilling down, you know about drilling, uh, the the, uh, the time to a little bit more accuracy. But all in all, it was enjoyable. I was glad to see the young guy really go after it. I I didn't get mad at any refs. I'm doing better at that. I, I told a few refs about some mistakes they made. Right. And they went to the judge's table and asked, and I was right, and they were wrong, and they came over, and I was like, I'm here to help. There's a couple of Brazilian refs they got that are really, they're really like nice guys. Okay. They, and they do a good job. So the one the one uh, was having a conversation with somebody else while my guy had scored like eight points. Okay. Right. But he, he like saw it and he was like, he didn't see how it happened, but, but he, he gave just the point. Right. The point. <laughs> so, the, the one, the, so the one thing I did get a little upset at is a couple of the guys that, I, I was a little upset at their jujitsu IQ at some point. Okay. Your Make, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making some mistakes that I maybe the the stress of the tournament, the the whatever. The time limit. Possibly. Maybe not having worked with a timer could, mm. could have been it. But 
and then I realized, look, those are things that we can we can fix because they all uh, competed super hard. So that's awesome. Well, congratulations to all the competitors, yeah, Hellfish I, and NJMA. Thank you guys. I'm trying for to tell guys like and repping like the sport and like you school. just made a few mistakes that are easily fixable. Yeah. Like if you change those mistakes, like you can e you could have easily won that match. Like it was just a few like instantaneous like bad decisions that can cost you the whole match. And mm -hmm. it seemed like the, in most of the losses there was a point where had they either not made the mistake yeah. or given more uh in one case more effort. Mm -hmm. The complexion of the yeah. match completely changed. So you, felt, yeah. you felt that you felt like the tournament was run well then. Was it run you know, because sometimes that's, I thought it that's run the very well. I mean, I think if you had had more guys there and you ended up being there till eight, it wouldn't have been. It's the fact it that you have been, three guys yeah. and the beginner guys go at the very end. Yeah, yeah. That that right. does suck. But like, it went really fast for me because I was like, I didn't have much downtime. I was like running from mat to right. mat, and I love the uh, they have the access to that smooth comp. Yes. So I can just pull up my team. And just see where my guys are. So I'm like, as soon as I'm done, I can go to another one. I had a couple other guys there helping me coach. It was it was great, right. and it was like a fun day for like, it was cool for all the, especially the newer guys, to feel like part of the team, like they're winning and helping the team win first place, um, you know, right. second place. And, and guys, it's Ninja Nation. Medal, you guys. Tell us your stories. If you were at this uh, particular tournament, uh, even if you don't train at one of these illustrious, Yo, I, amazing I, schools, I did get to meet Robert a, Diggle. Tell us, Robert Diggle. Diggle, Diggle. Yeah, I don't know who that uh, is. Diggle. Okay, yeah, that I was think fun. it's not pronounced Durst. You Robert know what's crazy? Is one of my guys in the beginner division, he won the match, but his guy because on, on smooth comp you can see the record of yes. So this guy's in the beginner division, and he has like thirty plus wins over three years in the beginner division. That's something that they need to. That's that's clear sandbagging. That's insane. Yeah, I have. But I mean, well, who does that fall on? It falls on the the, the grappling industry. Yeah, the tournament. Themselves. No, I think it falls on the competitor. No, it, well, it, it's the grappling industry needs to police that though. They should if yeah. they if they clearly see that the guys competed in it three should, years. There should be something on the website where if you have a certain amount of years or wins, you no longer so get a, to select as a the, threshold. The beginner yeah. division as a threshold. I got you. But he, I mean, he lost in the beginner's division, so. Got you. Yeah. Again, guys, if you competed, if you, you know, tell us your competition stories. If you don't agree with some of the things that were said in this particular, you know, when it comes to this particular subject, you know, let us know. We want to hear what you have to Send say. Send an email to Grappling Industries about, yeah, uh, about Timmy about being in Hellfish. Yeah, congratulating Hellfish on the um, second yeah. place. Silver. Everybody Silver's the new gold, their, apparently, yeah. in, at Hellfish. Timmy, do we have any, we have rebuttals, a rebuttal to uh, uh, yeah, something we, we something said? Something about. So this is a part of the show we're going to call rebuttals. So we got, last week we talked <laughs> so about gonna rebut. how much Let's bullshit Aikido is. Huh? Last week we were talking it's about how much art, son. bullshit and it has, is. And it has a, it has a, it's, Marco put it best when he said it's more art than Marshall, but uh, so this I had is a good what, time training this, in it. We got this from a, like an actual Aikido expert. Yeah, let's hear it. He said, JB needs to stop with his Aikido nonsense. I was a high level Aikido practitioner by all freaking stand, Aikido standards. I was U.S. Aikido's, U.S. Aikido Federation's technical director's top student. It is all fake, all nonsense for martial arts. Even those beautiful ukemi are useless. Hold on, I got more. Gets me riled up. <laughs> Even that ukemi, they teach you to continue the, the fall into standing up. None of proper martial arts will teach you to continue to roll. You get slammed and pinned. You need to break fall to recover. Not roll to your freaking feet. Got you. So, so that's his rebuttal. Thank you for rebuttal. your rebuttal. 
We don't care. You're wrong. Sir. No, 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 I think he's. Uh, I think yeah, it, I think he's nah, dead on. Yeah. Nah, it, I all... think it still has a place. It's a great thing. It's it's what, it's what place does it have? It's a it's a come on, Kodagash. It's like anywhere else. It's like anything else. You know how like it's like anything else. Yeah, like somewhere right everything now. Everything is fake on, and sucks. Hold on, somewhere right now, there's some people that ha- that are larping. Right, they have like they have. It's LARP. That's all it is. They put on the but thing. That, we're talking about as a thing. martial art. Yeah, that's, that's well, not a question of art. It's more art who, than martial. There's guys somewhere with like wielding swords and talking about cutting things in half. There's guys with a you bow could, staff. I mean, if you train, like those things you train all, with a sword or a bow staff, you can defend yourself. Yeah, you can. You train a keto, you're in danger. No, no but you, you, you can no, defend yourself as as against no one a sword and bow staff. That's that's the perfect. Now, as long as no one attacks you, you'll be fine. So that's 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 the thing. This is what I said. As long as no one attacks you, you'll be fine. That guy must. And I heard when I said Aikido's great Know how to fight Before you start training in it That's what you gotta do Know what the fuck You're doing beforehand Everyone I know Who did Aikido They were really good Yeah this guy's a black belt Jiu-jitsu and he's, Yeah so he what he's you know I, mean? I, get, I understand what he's saying And it's fun I get it But uh, it has it's place Just like you know Anything else I don't it's think it does fun. You see when you become An old dude You know what I mean You don't want your toe To go left anymore You're like 41 you know? I like it I like it I think it has It has a place Just like I think I you figured know. out the title for this episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fill, us, fill us in at the end. As long That's as no one attacks you, you'll be fine. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you never put yourself in danger, you'll always be fine. That's what the uh, JB's getting people riled up. About Am I? Hey, Let's hear. Yeah. yeah you, you take your Aikido. You know, the other thing I, I keep, that, most so. of the time, you know, Aikido guys are like smooth That's and, what it, that, and, and, and calm. That's he's, the guys I know. He's getting a little riled up. Yeah, but that's because he does jujitsu. He doesn't now. do Aikido anymore. Well, you see? My buddy. He, my, had, he had better self-control when he did Aikido. Yeah, there was, there's also like some guys, some of those guys, there's like a mindset that comes along with it where they're kind of calm. And my one. Yeah, being a pussy. The one instructor that I had. Uh, Are you saying that's really what he used dude. to be? Yeah. And now he's not. He He's he, unpussified himself. <laughs> he, yeah, rolling I think, around. I think he would tell you that. Okay. That's why he, he stopped doing Aikido. UFC fight night. Holloway, Rodriguez. Bro. What? We got to tell the people about our big milestone. What's our. Oh, pardon me. Marco, fill them in. Let them no, know. I don't, no, no, bro. You have all. You have forty-five thousand downloads. You heard it since you the heard start. It. You heard it. Forty-five thousand. That's, That's what it is. Probably what Rogan gets in his first hour. Listen, we don't. We're not. We don't even. We're not even worried about that. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I mean? we're not competing with Rogan. No. We're competing with ourselves. Yo, <laughs> we're gonna be better than the last episode. That's yeah. what it was. Not, That's okay. all we're trying. So, to what, is that, what does that mean, uh, Timmy? What does that mean to you? Nothing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good number or Yo, neither did a low I. number. I don't know either. Yeah. He's been telling me the number of downloads since we started, and I'm like, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. 45,000 is the same as Let everybody know. Let everybody know. know really what it really means. Is that good? Because this is like- You're the stat guy. Yeah. Like you guys out there, you know, you hear it. You hear all this, you know, this amazingness. They, they could let them you know? sit, sit on it. Is yeah. So- Ninja Nation is forty-five thousand downloads yeah. for a podcast. Good. Yeah. The question is why aren't, no, aren't they? You're 4 the million? stat guy. Well, I mean, you you're telling us the stat. You got to. We're probably you have to in have the some t- opinion. So uh, the last time I checked, we are likely in the top ten percent of all podcasts. Nice. That's man. nice, man. Right. That's it, man. Yo, it's like you know, like you're because we're, you're, we're the ten percenters. Yeah, ten percenters. Son, ten percenters. So. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and I see the stats on certain forums that I'm part of uh, around podcasting, and they're talking about getting 10, 15 downloads. So for you know the amount of downloads we get weekly is way better than a yeah. lot of other podcasts. But the flip side of that is compared to, you know, shit. Yeah, top of the food. Yeah, it's like the there's food three podcasts that get 90% of the downloads. Maybe. I get yeah I don't know if it's that big, Ameri- but it's, it's like this anything it's, like, inequ- it's inequitable the top one percent get fifty percent of the downloads <laughs> Joe yeah, Rogan this bullshit. American Life and then some other bullshit yeah. some bullshit some we shit. need uh, podcast equity yeah 
How, Socialism and podcasting? Yeah, that's what we need. Didn't think you were that kind of guy. <laughs> so, Mama, what, but what do you think it really it, it really states? Like it's it's saying that you're doing something. You, you know, you you have I, I really, created I, something, I, and we've you know I believe we're it, doing it, something that that works. Part of it is two things, right? So we have a huge back catalog that I own, and <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a really big back catalog. So part of you know, like our number, our weekly download numbers is. Half of what we get downloaded in a week is usually old episodes and then the, the latest episodes. Yeah. So, Seems like I've talked to like students and stuff. Is like they'll listen to one and then they go back. They binge, yeah. yeah. They start listening to everything. But it's, it's I mean, it's really cool. Get, this guy's getting recognized. All no, over. I'm not. Yeah. How am I getting recognized? Yeah. He, no came, he came to the gym and, he and somebody, told, somebody heard his voice. No. And, and no, was no, like, that oh. did not happen. No, at JB? Nobody yeah, said that. that. No one said Yo, what, did they geek out when they didn't? I mean, I had to no. point him out. I was no. like, because one guy talked about the podcast. Was like, oh, I was like, don't he was like, oh, I thought I recognized the voice. <laughs> Yo, we are as famous to the people that listen as anybody is we? to them. Well, hey. I don't know about welcome, that. Guys. So, you're wait, welcome. We're as recognizable to them. We're that's as famous it. as. Probably more recognizable than yeah. famous people, but that's because they know us. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's fine. And they, <laughs> more, they, more, they, they really know us. They really know us. So, but I think it's an accomplishment. It's yeah, a cool thing, sure. you know what I mean? And we're, and the we're other doing thing it. that we've we've done is a lot of podcasts just go dark and they stop. You know, I don't. Right. We've two plus years with this thing. Yeah, Damn. pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised. And I think it's slow and better. steady, like you Tim's think, life. You know, you know what's funny? This is if people only knew. If we would have just did this every single Sunday from when we always started hanging out. Why, we mean the thousands. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much content we'd have all the time yeah. we hung out. Yeah. All the stuff we was, Tim missed the, the Tim missed the, uh, the, the, the meeting this today before the podcast. <laughs> we, we, so, yeah. Yeah. What was the meeting? What did you guys eat? Nothing. No. We didn't no, eat anything. We were talking about the podcast meeting. Just setting about, up the podcast. Got, yeah, that's all it was. So UFC fight night. Moving on. UFC fight night? I saw one round of Yair versus uh, Holloway. And which then round? I think the third. Second or third, but whatever okay. the round was where Holloway got well, did Holloway got multiple takedowns, didn't he? Yeah, he, he scored some takedowns. Well, yeah, before, I, saw, I think it was first. It was a, it was a we, great before awesome we go into fight. the main event. Is, are there any, is there anything uh, the in Rothwell, the Rothwell in the in the, the Rothwell main fight card, was good? The Rothwell fight, you said Rothwell, Rothwell, Rothwell. okay. He got knocked out really quick by a Brazilian okay. guy. That was the co main event. That was the heavyweight fighting. I don't know. He I uh, like to call it the Rodrigo Rothwell fight. Even, <laughs> is that him? Yes, Rodrigo de Lima knocked him. Yes, knocked him dead. Knocked him out. And there was a controversy with Herb Dean. Like Herb Dean, I saw that. So Rothwell was getting like the fence was kind of holding him up, and he, I forget what happened. He kind of jumped in and then jumped out, and then he's like, ah, I stopped it after ah. like after like Rothwell ah. fell on his face. Mm -hmm. he, it was it was a weird, and then Dana White commented on. It. He's like, "Yeah, so he's like, Herb funny. needs to stop uh, grabbing people by the waist, and then letting the fight start go, keep going." Yeah. Um, but so the main event was incredible. That was the co-main event. Anything on the 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 Spencer fight? Nah, 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 none nah. of the other ones. Okay. Nobody cares about that. The Kalen uh, Williams. No. Okay. So I didn't watch any. I only watched the Rothbull fight, so I can't comment on them. All right. How about Holloway? It was incredible. Okay. Let's um, talk about it. It was similar to. The Covington Usman fight it was a great fight, and Yair, I think Yair won the first round definitely. After that, I think Holloway pretty much won each round. But Yair was there like the entire fight, and that, even in like the last couple seconds of the fifth round, he was like trying to finish Holloway. So Holloway was like constantly uh, landing his like punches, like his volume of punches. Um, Yair was. Uh, hitting him with like just like a crazy variety of strikes like 
calf kicks, body kicks, head kicks, punches, I saw some elbows, knee, knees. Yeah. Like he's just like he's like a well-rounded striker. Yeah, I was. I thought Holloway would murder him, but it was like way. I was way more impressed with Yair than I was with. Yeah, Holloway. I always pictured Yair as kind of soft in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what was so cool is that he like he was giving it right back to Holloway the whole time. Because Holloway comes off as like the kind of tough guy that I like. Like he's super tough, but like outside of the cage, he's mm-hmm. he seems like a gentleman. And he's he seems to me like the most durable fighter I've ever seen. Like nothing, Holloway, he took like. 50 calf kicks and never stopped completely unfazed by he took some crazy hard punches his head would snap back but never never wobbled never nothing took a bunch of elbows to the face um but it was great because there would be like uh holloway would take him down take rodriguez down beat him up on the ground almost submit him and then yair would escape and then land his own takedown get on top Land a big flurry on the saw feet. Crazy it was just picture a, of uh, Yair's foot. Like it was man. I saw that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine he broke his foot pretty early in the fight, and he right. just kept kicking. Yeah, it looked like he was feet. hiding an iPhone 13 Max in there. <laughs> it, it, it stuffed inside. Its foot. It was an amazing fight, though. You guys should watch it. That's awesome. Yeah, maybe I we'll go back and check. What do you think's next for Holloway? I know there was They're some chatter about Volkanovski, but like he's going to. That's what he. That, yeah. Didn't Dana say that that's what they were going to do? They yeah, definitely they do probably that will. But so and if there was some chatter about McGregor, I guess McGregor was shooting shots at I him. I would much rather see that fight. But because uh, he they fought said McGregor no. before and lost years and years. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's got losses yeah. to McGregor, Volkanovski twice, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Those are five. I think he's got six losses. I can't think of who the six losses. Um, yeah, I would much rather see him fight McGregor than Volkanovski, but. I don't. I think that's. Well, didn't McGregor call out Chandler as well? McGregor's calling out everybody. All right. I mean, he's not going to fight anybody. He's still injured. Yeah, he's just so doing call can... outs. Mm-hmm. And Bellator. Yeah, they want two seven one. Nobody who fought. Nobody who cares. Fought? No one. Can, we we don't. Uh, who fought? Anybody? Cyborg. In Cavan. Female, woman, cyborg, or male cyborg? Uh, female. Calvillo. 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 Pardon me. Cavanaugh. Cavanaugh. That's what I said. Isn't that what I said? You said Calvino. Okay. Uh, that's it. Pardon me. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of other fights, but don't you don't want? Why do you care if you didn't watch it? I don't know. I thought maybe I missed something. No. I, I mean, I, here's I, a guy that confuses second place with first place. So, <laughs> so clearly, clearly we can't we can't count on him for that. So, let's uh let's get in the ringworm. Oof. At, uh, or should that be in the questions? What do no, you no, no, this is good. Ringworm. Yeah. Have you ever had ringworm? Is I that? have had ringworm. Okay. I haven't had it in a long time, but um, good. I haven't had it since I stopped using soap. Oh, okay. I'm probably like a decade off of soap by now. Is it a decade? Long? It's been a while. I think it was, I stopped using soap back at the old, the Main Street location. I think that's where I first yeah, stopped I would say using so. soap. You've, you've not yeah. used any soap at all since then? Well, no, or, like I, sparingly? I don't use soap when I shower. Okay. I may have used it. Shampoo? No. Definitely shampoo. not. No, I just use water. Hmm. Um, I've used, I've washed my hands like when I've like handled meat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> low hanging fruit, so to speak. <laughs> don't, don't even do it. We're not even going to do it. We're going to uh, drive right by. Yeah. I have used soap. I use dish soap, stuff like that. I've washed my clothes with soap. Right. But as far Any, as like washing my body with soap, I I don't think I have. Right. And somehow water. ringworm. Is not, and I have not had ringworm since that's I stopped why using ringworm soap. was like. I'm not saying. I'm not this. saying that the soap was giving me ringworm. No, clearly. But the flora and the fauna that lived on your skin was being affected. Right. Yes. Yeah. Any natural. Funny, so you've you I have natural, natural immunity. immunity. I, I 
everybody knows <laughs> that your natural <laughs> immune system <laughs> is irregular. superior to anything you can get from outside of it. Right. You know? So any uh ringworm stories? Have you ever seen it? Oh, like I've had a couple guys on someone like, hey, hey, you gotta Yeah, I, I catch it on people often. Okay. I'm like, hey, what is that? Yeah. Get off the mat, go Got you. Wait, so you're you're like a skin infection police guy? Yeah. Yeah. Because what are the implications school wise? I, I remember years so I have, ago I've had we talked recently about I've had a couple people have got it, so I had to make an announcement because like, guys because if there's new people, they might not know. You know, they're scared off by it, yeah. And I tell well, they might just not know. Uh, I have this on my arm, but it it's not contagious or anything. It's just like a well, no ringworm is contagious. They don't know. Right. People that right. don't know ringworm don't know. So I had to make an announcement, like, guys. If you see anything, it could start like a little right. like pimple looking thing. Don't pop it. I was like, if you see anything that looks like a rash, put some antifungal on it and stay away from the gym until it goes away. Otherwise, it's just going to keep like circling through the gym. Right. But yeah. So. It's not the worst thing in the world, right? right? No, it, you know, okay. it, it, in the grand scheme ha, of you had it, I have, Marco. yeah, okay. yeah, I've had it, and a few. It it localizes for me. I think sometimes I'd get it in the base of my like hairline in the back. Oh, okay, I got, I would get it on the and, uh, but I haven't like Tim. I haven't had it in a very long time. Gotcha. Any stories? Like, have you seen like people with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all, all the time. I had um, yeah. So recently, it was a, a friend of ours thought he had it, and it wasn't. It was in Botago. It's also mm. fungus, right? No, I think in Botago is a bacterial infection. Oh, so mm. it makes it a, it makes it a bit differently. So they kind of they can I guess start off looking similarly. That's a little bit worse, right? But handled right. with with antibiotics, you know, if you were talking about staph or MRSA, then right. those things can, you know, it can, can clearly it can be, be dangerous. Used for other things too. There was also well, a time where that's what happens, yeah. Um I had uh like it was eczema and it was but it just was like a round there's yeah. like a round patch style of eczema and i was like oh man I, and it wasn't it's just a little so i have a kid at the patch. gym who i was like i saw him and he had like a thing on his neck thing on his arm and i was like hey man what's that yeah it's like he's like no it's a, he has eczema right yeah but so it, I looked, get eczema it looked in like my, ringworm in my it eyebrows does, yeah. and in my like mustache yeah. and stuff yeah. so i actually use dandruff soap and, right. it, hel and it helps yeah. it dandruff soap is actually uh kills fungus Oh, yeah. nice. Well, funny story times. for me. Like, I, I actually had food. it. I had it on my cheek. Oh, and did that affect anybody in your life? Yeah, my girlfriend had it on her inner thigh. <laughs> so wait, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I you, spent time. You must have been like napping on her thigh while you were not there. quite, not quite. It was it was a, so hmm. she got the you know I had it here. She had it on her inner thigh, and uh, I remember so having I had it, who, like, hey, who had it first. I had it first. Oh, okay, and uh, so. I had one time I had a little spot of ringworm on my neck. So I went to, I wanted to get um, antibiotics or not antibiotics, antifungal stuff for it. Right. So I went to a dermatologist and I didn't have insurance at the time. So I paid like, it was like 180 bucks to see this dermatologist. And they basically gave you Lotrimin? No. I was like, I was like, I think I got ringworm. And he was like, I don't think that's ringworm. And he like took a thing. He like did a culture of it and uh, went back. Then came back like 10 minutes later. He's like, that's not ringworm. That's uh, eczema. So he gave me cortisone cream. I, Made it worse? Yeah. So I Fucking put cortisone cream on it. And then woke up the next day. I had ringworm from like one side of my neck all the it's way like, to the other. It's a steroid. It just blew up yeah. the ringworm. And it was all over my neck. And then I went to another derma, a different dermatologist. For another it, hundred like this, bucks. No, it was like old guy. He was like 50 bucks. And I walked in. He's like, oh, you got ringworm. He's like, here. <laughs> he gave me uh, Some low He gave me like prescription strength cream. Right. Yeah. And also these pills. That are rough on your lip. So yeah, pills, very yeah, the pills are very dangerous. He said same thing for candiditis. Yeah. He was like, "Don't go that. out in the sun if you take these, yeah. or don't you're drink turn, alcohol." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, so there, called, there's your funny. See, I'm surprised he didn't. The first guy didn't give you opioids too. Yeah, no, my first doctor. <laughs> nice. That's what the saying. pill farm over there. That's that's my. Uh, I remember you. one time Steve Maxwell had a giant one really? on, on his chest, and he was blaming overeating of peanuts. Mm. Yes. Hey man, listen. Yeah, yeah. I remember growing up with like other kids in school. Like you see it in school, and then you—it was always like a stigma, or reputation. Oh, they're like if you had ringworm, you were dirty, and it, it, that's not necessarily the case, guys. Especially in a sport like ours, it's going to happen anytime there's yeah. close contact. Yeah, and it would happen in high school, yeah. you know. So it was that kind of stuff. You want to get into? Uh, want to get into questions next? Or no, the, uh, we got the Grippo heads the, bike. The, oh, let's go. <laughs> Man, what do we think about that? Yeah, Tim, Tim, did you, so for anybody that didn't know, Johnny Grippo, I don't know if he took second at this last ADCC no. or third, maybe. Maybe third. Right. So he was on uh, his opponent's back, and his opponent basically does a forward ukemi, forward break fall, and tries to spike. It looks like he's trying to spike Johnny Grippo's head into the mat. Right. Which he was. Well, right. Which he did. Mm-hmm. And so... There's a big controversy, I guess, around that. Was that a dick move? Not a dick move? Yeah, that, I mean, definitely a dick move. It's a dick move. He should be allowed. He should have. I. That's like attempted murder. You could easily kill somebody doing that. Johnny but Grippo should be allowed to choke him to death at that point. Listen, nah, I don't, it's in I don't the buy rules, that. It's a dick move. But if he's taking full advantage yeah. of the rules, it is what yeah. it is. It, it, it's, so you know there's what a thing. So, so it's within the rules. Yeah, that, that's. They need, was, to, they need to change that rule. Listen, I was having a, a discussion with somebody about like jujitsu now compared to jujitsu, you know, years ago on how you look down at, upon guys that did a lot of like leg locks and ankle deal. Everyone right. felt like that was cheap. You know, oh, I was rolling with this guy. So things have changed. So now if you're playing within the rules. Yeah. And so you what's know what I mean? Grippo's responsibility here? Because he left his head up and out. Right, mm-hmm. if he keeps his head tucked against his, like you know, right. like like he's cuddling against his opponent, that be this is a lot less of an issue on mm-hmm. his cervical spine. I don't know about that. Did I, he so, suffer any injury? What? what I don't so what? Know, I don't got, know, and I really don't even the guy care. And got up. He should have choked the guy to sleep. Is what I would. I think there is the retribution. Yeah, he might have got. You know. See, this is the thing. Then he could get disqualified right. for not like he chokes the guy to sleep if the guy taps. He gets disqualified, and that guy moves on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But he got he got his pound of flesh. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a dick move. Like, uh, I, yeah, I don't agree. I don't think it's a dick move. I think the rules need to be adjusted. Yeah. I'm not saying it's illegal. It's a dick move. Yeah. So slamming out of any submission is a dick move. Slamming a guy forward like that. So slamming him backwards would have been as fine. Bad. Not as bad. Like your neck's not going to break falling back like that. You fall forward and like, man, that. Guys die falling backwards all the time. Not all the time. No? No. Okay. Um, when's it happened in jiu-jitsu? I don't know. When's a forward roll killed a guy in jiu-jitsu? Almost happened at the trials. Oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Almost Horseshoes, hand grenades. Yeah. Um, and first places. Yeah, it's, it's a dick move, but it's not Get illegal. It's just a dick move. Place. Almost first place. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think it's a... a it, if it was illegal... I get it. I think Johnny Grippo has some responsibility here to, to make sure that he ensures his own safety. It's, yeah, a, it's, com- like it's a, a combat sport. Right. Yeah. I and mean, he's he's ripped heel hooks on guys not caring. That's that, not going to kill somebody. That's going to could severely injure you. Nah. Maim. Maim. So, heel hooks don't cause injuries. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Just like the COVID virus. Slamming, slamming causes way more injuries than heel hooks. But it's within the rules. Right. 
So, so personally, you don't. Th- you, I think it's a dick move. But if it's in the rules, it's in the rules. Yeah, I, I didn't say it was illegal. I just think it's no. the guy is a dick for yeah. for trying for, it. To me, it's you like think the, the guy's a dick like for for, tr- for competing within the rules. He's a yes, dick. That move is a dick move. Yeah. He's a dick for competing within the rules. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what's some of the chatter around it? Like, I don't, know, I don't yeah? really care. I, I think people, why basically. Did you, why did you bring it up? Because it's, fa- it's a I don't, no, I don't care about the chatter. It's scary. I don't care about what other people's opinions are. I care about what your opinion is so that I could debunk it, and I care about what Jay's opinion is because it's probably valid okay as that's a good that's a good one so from a coaching standpoint you'd be fucking livid for if you were who if, if i was johnny Gr- if i was marcelo garcia because that's who johnny gripo <laughs> trains under because he almost killed my student as a spectator as someone with no skin in the game completely fine so with you, you wouldn't think it was your student's responsibility to let go well, that would no, all, not that like would all fall back on you as, well, as the I coach. No, that I would say tuck you your head. Coach. Tuck your head. Yeah. I would have told him. So I would have done a better job. I would have done a better job yeah. than whoever was coaching Johnny. But Ripple. you wouldn't be pissed at the guy because he was following the rules. No, I would have been pissed at him too. Why? Because I'm there to help and protect my guy. Yeah, but he's. It's just competition. Would Fine. You, as a spectator, as a spectator, it's just it's just so competition. You, as 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 Johnny Grippo's coach, my mindset is: you tried to murder my student. No, it's it's the rules. It's, it's totally allowed. It's a Wait, legal so technique. Now, it's so a, now you're okay with it. I'm wondering why when you I'm would the have... Coach, when I'm the coach, <laughs> you're okay with attempted murder. No, I'm wondering why you would have a problem with it. Because I'm wearing a different hat now. My hat is, I. he's my so student. So if you're a coach, Listen, it's a dick move. If I'm a coach, it's a dick move. I don't know. If, if you're Johnny Grippo's coach, then it's a dick move. If I'm Johnny Grippo's coach and I'm cornering Johnny Grippo... And I'm there to help him and coach him and keep him safe, yes. Okay. If I'm not, if I'm anybody else, it's completely fine. I accept your apology. No. Mm. So because then you're agreeing with me that it's a com- it's it's not 100% a hundred percent legal. Yeah. It's not Still a, dick a dick move. move. No. <laughs> so what do you well, how do you feel about it as a from just, a coaching it's a, standpoint? It's a dick move. Like whether, would you would whether you, I was a, a spectator or a coach, I think it's a dick move. I wouldn't argue whether or not it's it's uh legal or not. There's no argument if it's legal or not. Right, because there's might, zero I argument. I might yeah. tell, like, Johnny Grippo, like, you should fucking sucker punch that guy after the match. Yeah, but if you, is it something you that would- That would be felony assault. Is that something you'd advocate for your students to try, to do, like, if- Slam a guy like that? No. To get, to, no, to slam to get out of a, a submission. Nah, you, I mean- Very it, rarely not, has it ever worked, right? Uh, not really. I, not that I can think of. I mean, I've seen guys get knocked out. From getting slammed, rampage, yeah, rampage, uh, Cameron Earl. But wasn't he just Um, in the guard? I think Ron Stallings got slammed in MMA. Had a guy in armbar. Well, the the Cameron, the Cameron Earl slam was just just from the guard, guard. but still, but that's not that's not slamming out of a submission. It's it's still a slam from no, because you corrected me on this before, so I just want to bring this back up. I've been holding on to this, all right. So I remembered. Um, Yeah, I don't. Teach guys to slam people. Uh, uh, so you a, if you're in a street fight, then slam different. people all you Self want. Self-defense is a whole nother. Yeah. But whole nother in competition, ever. it's not worth it. Let's say you break a guy's neck. I don't do you, know. Do you really want to carry that with you, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Because you yeah, just didn't would, want it. Now, if you're the other guy's coach, are you advocating do there a forward roll and try and break his neck? That's what I'm trying to say. What side? No. I would, I, if I'm the guy that slammed Johnny Grippo's coach, yeah. no, I would, I would. Is that technically a slam or is that a forward spike? It was a, that's so there you go. The slam would be backwards. Right. A forward, forward spike, spike should be illegal. Now, it's a, yeah, but it was the, was right. the spike. Would he spike just say illegal, I'm going into a forward roll? I'm just going into a forward. I'm just trying to do a forward roll. Is that how you met? Like, I'm just trying to do a forward and roll. And he happens he to had, be a backpack on me. He got and his fucking yeah, head out. He has along for the ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
We're arguing semantics. We are, but I'm, I'm you know, just trying to, you know, just trying to see. I'm, I'm uh, anti semantic. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not we, true. We know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, one of those, it's it's an interesting thing. I wonder, I wonder how everyone else feels. Definitely the fans. You tell us how you feel about it. Was it a dick move? Is it not? Does it make a difference if it's in the rules? Does it make a difference if it's trained? You know, are there? Do you guys, as instructors, think there's instructors out there saying teaching people how to slam out of submissions? You need a crash pad to train that. Okay. You definitely need a crash pad. Yeah. Train we we definitely we we definitely have them here. So, um, but it, you know, again, interaction. Let's see what you guys think about it. See if it's a dick move. Moving on to the Lombard. To the uh, yeah. Did you watch the Lombard? Lorenzo Hunt destroy the, uh, the, the destroy the press conference with Hector Lombard. Hector Lombard. I sent you the video of it where it he grabs he has he grabs Hector Lombard's belt, smashes the table. Yep. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he won. Yeah. Oh, did he win that fight? Yeah, he beat Hector Lombard. Yeah. How did he beat him? Decision. A unanimous decision. And nice. I didn't watch it, but and I, Hunt's the same guy that Lombard attacked in the ring, correct? Yeah. Which that was insane. So I'm glad to see. I don't. I don't think that was insane. I think that was like, uh, you got he got in Hector what, Lombard's face. Like if, if you get they're promoting face, a fight, it's it happens all the time. Yeah, not to Hector Lombard. Hector Lombard's. You know, he's a different kind of guy. Apparently, he's he's not a different kind of guy when it comes to actually fighting well, in the ring. The fight. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah. if you get in his face, he's going to think it's an attack rather yes. than yes. A, a, a professional fighter that knows. All right, this guy's trying to steal my shine. We're going to build up this next fight, sell more pay per views, yeah, and I hand and I handle it by punching him three. You're against slams or dick moves or whatever you just said before the bullshit with grippo but attacking a guy in the cage who's trying to promote a fight or in the ring he didn't attack anybody he defended himself lorenzo what? hunt got in his face wait getting in somebody's face is an attack mm-hmm. what, show you me where their personal space that's an attack yes so proximity is an attack mm-hmm. Interesting. Somebody, how, how close right. would you let somebody get to you before you defended yourself it depends on the situation exactly yeah Guy like Lorenzo Hunt gets in your face. What are right. you gonna do? I, got, I just got done fighting. My likely my so next opponent. My likely my up. next opponent is coming into the into the ring to build up a nice payday for us, and I'm going to attack him. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. He can he can build up the fight without getting in your face. He could also not attack me. That just speaks to Hector Lombard's Wait, lack of self control. You're Hector Lombard. Okay. No, no, I'm. I'm the guy a that second won. ago you were you were Hector Lombard. <laughs> I'm Lorenzo Hunt now. Oh, okay. I'm the winner here. Okay. Right. Even though he did get, I think I still think Hector Lombard is the winner because he got he got the two shots in at the press conference. Really? Yeah. Is this their first fight? Second fight? Well, oh, technically it's their second fight. <laughs> well, so they have it's to do a, another. They have to well, do a rubber match. I mean, that, and that's the thing that, that gets me is I love watching fights. I love watching combat sports. I should watch more of it, according to Tim. But I don't. I didn't like the violence. I didn't like him attacking right uh, Lorenzo Hunt. To to make some sort of state for whatever reason he attacked and that's that they weren't fighting they didn't decide that that was going to happen earlier in the day it's like you're going to come in the ring I'm going to punch you four times in the face yeah I think I think some people you shouldn't uh, invade their personal space you yeah get, you man get, I mean you kind of get what you ask for you know see so he asked he he yes. he requested the the attack there was an attack request yeah man so an I don't request. I really don't understand your logic sometimes but maybe you can explain it to me off air. But, I don't think you should go around getting in people's faces. Okay. Especially not like right after he fought, he's all hyped up. He's got his hands wrapped up, ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you know? bare, bare knuckle. He is just spent 25 so, minutes 
throwing punches. You don't they think he's ready men, to throw? Yeah, right. These are guys that are punching <laughs> each other without. So Hector Lombard is well known to be like an extremely violent. Like he he can't find training partners because he like injures them all. He's like well known to be like a super hot headed maniac. So I don't know. Hey, I don't man. have a problem with what he did. I I have a huge problem. It's not with my style, did. but right. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I mean, it could get dangerous though when you're punching people. Sucker puncher people. Well, well you know. he lost the fight. Do you you yeah. said it was a do you it was it was unanimous decision? decision. It was a decision. Got you. Yeah. I don't Those watch. Fights B- are I don't watch BKFC though. Yeah, they're pretty brutal. Like it's a, it's. it's can't, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I just don't even know when it's on. Yeah, it's right. tough to see. What do we? Do we what are we going to, so, yeah. Well, how do you feel about just BKC? What's it called? BK, BKFC. BKFC in general. You just don't watch any of it, or uh, is it some of it. I watch like uh, clips on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's technically it's, it's likely the last stop gotcha. in your fighting career, right? I would say right. so, yeah. right? Because I, I saw when I was looking up the uh, Bellator, I see that Pettis is on, you know, one of the coming cards. BKFC? No, no, no. He's on. I said Bellator. Oh, he's on. So I see that it's. I guess it's Bellator then BKFC. UFC Bellator BKFC. Is that how? That's Sometimes how it's, it's just UFC to BKFC. Really? Yeah. Right. I think like Paige Van Zandt went from UFC to BKFC. Gotcha. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, let's go. Hector Lombard went Bellator, UFC, BKFC. BKFC yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The Bellator guys haven't really done well in the UFC. So uh, these are questions we weren't asked. Questions we weren't asked. You didn't ask. Well, but we're going to answer for it. That's right. What is your most serious self-defense story and how did you handle it? Tim Carpenter. Mm. My most serious? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I I don't know if I have any like real like I I've used jujitsu and stuff like plenty of times when I was bouncing, but I didn't. It's not the same, right? Yeah, I never had I never had to defend. I'm not the kind of guy that gets like attacked. Got you. you Yeah, you mean you're what six two, six three, six three? Yeah, Yeah. you're not the kind of person you want to tackle with. I mean, I'm kind of always aware. I'm probably hyper vigilant about defending myself. Like I I don't uh, I wouldn't let people get too close to me, like like Hector Lombard. Even to promote your next fight, I don't feel comfortable with people walking behind me. You know, I just especially if it's Hector Lombard, yeah, or Lorenzo Hunt, right. or Lorenzo Hunt. Right. Got you. you know? um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I never had the need to defend myself. I've been in plenty of like altercations at bars, but that wasn't defending myself. Right. You know, they weren't. I wasn't really being attacked. No one took a swing. Actually, at no. You. Wait. All right. They went, okay. I was. I was almost. Go thrown over a balcony oh, that's a, by a bunch by a bunch of off-duty cops so you're almost murdered really? yeah how high was this balcony it was you remember envy yeah yeah, yeah. the third floor going yeah, down into yeah, the seventh yeah. floor yeah um i jumped in to break up a fight so that's why you're all about defund the police and then um <laughs> a bunch of guys like grabbed me and they were starting to like lift me up and like throw me over Fuck. what how'd you stop this uh this giant black dude came out of nowhere and like grabbed them and pulled Save, save my life nice yeah and then and then one yeah, of the you're other alive bouncer, today because of that big black guy yeah yes and then another bouncer came up thought it's the like big the black, opposite of the little wayne on, story hold on. thought the big black guy was attacking us uh, and choked him out what <laughs> that's how it works if, that's, if, that's how it works wow. friendly fire damn friendly fists but i was saved and then um black man I saved saw, your life i saw the uh that bouncer like, like the drink but not grabbing, the same. grabbing the dude by the shirt and i was like no no he he just helped me out let him go and then we got him up and got you bought him Marco, how about you yeah most of the just like tim most of the time it's been about avoiding situations gotcha. that uh, 
I knew a couple guys that uh, unfortunately got killed, and I was uh, around them right before that happened. Wow. And it was when you say right before, what do you mean? So do hours like, before, and like, ooh, hey, let's go ooh. here or let's Close do enough this to make you like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I was yes, just with pucker, them. pucker up yes. a little bit, and not something I'm clearly proud of, and it's sad that those guys, you know, passed. Yeah, but just that's well, yeah, the guy. Right nah, man, I'm I'm good. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go go back home. I'd Missed a huge brawl after some MMA fights one night because I just wanted to. Go, I, heard, I think I wanted I to go eat it. pizza. Was that in Wildwood? Was yeah, that, the Wildwood? that one too. Yeah. Somehow I ended up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like arrested the for it. Yeah, <clears throat> and yeah. like Tim, I I would never say I never bounced to the extent that Tim did, but I did work the door at Glam a decent amount, mm -hmm. and hanging out after. Sometimes you know somebody came up to me one time. I had to snap a guy down and right. just, like put him in a rear naked just to. Gotcha. But it, he was a guy, a guy I knew. But other than that, really, not thankfully nothing too too dangerous. But right. like Tim was saying, understanding and avoiding is probably the best thing that the martial arts has has Definitely. taught me. In in the grand scheme of things, I'm I'm glad I don't have a ton of crazy stories where people have pulled guns and knives, right. and that kind of stuff. How about how yeah, about you, JB? Yeah. For for me, it's like. You know, it's like city shit we've talked about in the past, stuff we go through in the city. Growing up in a place like Camden, you're always on thinking, all right, here it comes. Like someone's trying to get me. Right. So you're trying to be you're trying to be hyper vigilant. So I'm always on point. Say if I'm getting this, this terms like you're being lined up or set up. So I'm watching the people walking around, seeing what's going on. The I've never had a situation. I've had a few situations, but. The one I remember, and I think I told the story before, is how I got a gun pulled on me by an eight-year-old. By like a, he, he wasn't, he wasn't eight. He was like 15, 16, 14. But um, I had nothing. Little nothing hopper, like, as they would and say. And I wish the, I would, yeah, little, little, little uh, jitterbug, some of the <laughs> little jits. But and I wish I could say it was something cool. I, you know, I spun, I grabbed it, took it from him, smacked him in the ass. Nah, I just kind of stood there and uh, and started walking backwards. And he didn't shoot yeah. me, and I ran, and that's that was it. Other than that, I try to stay, you know, out of trouble most of the time. I've, I've you know, I someone tried to hit me with a two by four one time, and uh, Jim Duggan, no, <laughs> it wasn't him, wasn't a good old hack. So, but they it came down, and I had a really, you know, I was on point in my karate and stuff. So you broke the board and then beat I him. I didn't up. break the board, but I what I did is I, you know, rising block, and I took it from him. I I blocked it, and then I also took the, did you the do board monkey from him. Grabs yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> monkey, monkey grabs peaches. Monkey steals. So, <laughs> but that was a that was a group thing. It was like it was like like fourteen, fifteen guys or something like that. And yeah, I, just, I, I was just, just spending. I just off, remembered so. I'd missed a stabbing <clears> where a friend of mine got stabbed. Yeah. It was like, yeah, man, nah, I, it was just, nah. There's a lot of things I'm going to go missed, home and play Nintendo. But those few times, like I said, it was more like just be calm. You know, we got, we, we, we talked about this before. We got run up on by the, the Sons of Malcolm X, and which was a street gang at the time in the 90s. And, you know, luckily they didn't kill us because that's what they were known for doing. Like, in order to get down, you had to, in order to be a part of the group, you had to, you know, kill someone. These were Malcolm so, X's kids? No. So it just happened to be the kids naming themselves after something. So that's that's kind of the situation. For me, it's more of a mindset. It's being aware. It's understanding things. It's understanding, you know, I think being, where to growing go. Growing up in the city makes yeah, that so much yeah. more helpful. Like I'm not listen. I grew up in Cam. I'm not trying to get robbed anywhere else. Right. So I'm. I'm and you, like, you I'm on my lived shit. in some rough yeah, areas of the city of Philadelphia. So mm -hmm. you know it too. Yeah. So I did notice when I moved out of the city how on edge I was. Like living in the suburbs. You're like, 
you re- you realize how much on edge you live while you're in the city, like constantly being aware of your surroundings when you don't really have to do that as much in the suburbs. Yeah, but it didn't feel like you were like that though. Yo, you know, not, what's crazy? In, not when you live in the city, you don't realize. No, it. you it's, just, it's just natural. Chilling. Yeah, you but were just when you mm-hmm. get out of that. That's when you. That's when you see how on edge you were. Because it was just commonplace for you, right? But my, it, yeah. my was, wife used to work late hours. She'd come home two, three in the morning. Yeah. There's no, it was just, okay, you know, she's home, it's two, three in the morning. That's it. Not now. Yeah. There's no way uh, I'm letting no. that happen now. No. Just because I'm not used yeah, to it Yeah, when I think about like right. the environment that, like working in bars and stuff, and then go, thinking back now as to how fucking crazy it was and how dangerous it was, like, uh, uh, you couldn't pay me enough to do it now. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, back yeah. Then, I was The exuberance of you. I, like, I was Man, so, a, mur- a murder charge changes. Yeah, yeah, but like, like you're so clueless of how, even though I'm aware of like, oh, this could be like violent at any time, right. clueless as to like the, the severity, real, the real no. like ramification. No, of it, I, I, was, I was out last night with a buddy and he, he was, a, he's a, I was just talking to Mark about this. He was a suburban guy. You know what I mean? So he was always a Jace to Camden, but he kind of lived in this. So he he loves going into these little little parts of like North Philly. So like we're in these like weird little bars and I don't feel 100 percent. I'm not drinking. I might get you know, something to eat. You know what it is? The problem is, is that the tourists yeah. get noticed. Whether you fool. You yeah. Could be, you know, you could you, you're that kind of, you know, they, even if you me, even if you're local me yeah. when I walk in there and then sometimes, you know, I'm a like a people will. You know they they well, think you, what they think. You yeah, know what I mean, they start hating. <laughs> you know what it is. I think when uh, so it's that kind of shit. But other other than that, then that you know, from bouncing, I think you also develop like a an awareness. You can tell, you feel when something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, you but can, you also can. So you can I read remember, people, but like, yes, but yes. you just feel like yes. It's kind of like why are those guys like not moving now? They're like kind of mm-hmm. like there's a group of guys over there that are just like. They're huddled together, but they're not dancing. They're like, what are they? Just even the way people know? carry themselves, walk in, posture, yeah. those being around yeah. martial arts, but also being in nightclubs and stuff. You notice that thing. I sent JB, I don't know if you watched the video. I sent it to, I think I sent it to both you guys. The knife, uh, the knife attack in, the, in <laughs> the Dominican Republic, where a guy's trying to attack another guy with a knife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other guy's got a There's rock. A rock. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. That really shows you how distance can make a, a, yeah. something really really dangerous where the knife attack becomes less and less dangerous the further away you, you get. Are, but right. that rock come on was, yo what did you say about him <laughs> the D, he was a minor league somewhere bro <laughs> gotta watch it with you yo, DR, he, it was he about 20 feet away man from him? he that you know sometimes that, there was a term i learned in karate my instructor called he said he called it a ghetto red apple i didn't know that half a half a red brick was called a ghetto red apple mm. so but my man Whatever that brick or that rock was, beamed them, and that was it. Man. Yo, good for that him too, because if somebody's menacing you with a knife, yeah. you can get that distance and. Yeah, but you don't know if he's gonna use the knife. Yeah. Well. So let listen, me ask you, you something. Him- so what do I, the ex? If a guy's menacing me with a knife, my I should think he's not gonna use it. That should be you, my you, strategy. You don't know. You don't know. No, no. So that's what I'm thinking. If you I don't, don't know, know, that's I mean, your thought. You're saying hopefully we'll never be faced with that. So situation. if somebody comes up to you. And they're within your space and they pull a knife out. Uh, you don't know if he's going to pick it. Yeah, you don't know. It, so when uh, Lorenzo Hunt got in Hector Lombard's space, the he, didn't, he didn't know. No, he didn't. Right. But from Hector Lombard's lived experience, he felt like he was in danger. Interesting. So if somebody's menacing you with a knife within a distance, that's okay. You don't know if I he's going to stab you. I didn't say it's okay. It. I just said you don't know what they're going to do But th- you think that when, Lorenz- away. when Lorenzo Hunt... So you think it's okay to use deadly force on a guy that's 20 feet away with a knife? So wait, no, who's using deadly force? Throwing a rock at somebody's head is deadly force. Man, he was just trying to, he was just trying, um, yes. 
Because that guy tried okay. to kill me once I'm already. Just, I just, yeah. just making not, sure. Not going to let it happen He's again. He's guy standing 20 feet away with a knife. He sto- okay the, if you watch him. the video, the guy stops and looks like he's going to come back. Yeah. So he's, mo- he's yeah, chasing him around. Okay. He's chasing him around. He's chasing him around. He's chasing him around. Maybe and then he, he kind of comes to He just wanted to show him the knife. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. He, we we no, don't he just know. wanted to show the inside of his lung. Yeah. Nah, he just yeah, wanted this, to heal it. Oh, Let see me, how well I've sharpened look, this thing. Look this. That's what it is. So, Man, it's real interesting. Again, your logic is befuddling. It's, no, I'm, just, I'm just wondering some stuff. Yeah. Sure. It was, it was cool. It was a neat yeah, thing. I see though. cases yeah. like this that people riot about. What, rocks? I don't know about this. People riot about guys, about guys with knives you're 20 reaching. feet away getting shot. No. You're reaching. He didn't get shot. He got hit with a rock no. in the head. Uh, yeah, we're talking it's about different. something that happened in the Dominican Republic. In a third and world it's a country. Different, it's a oh, different okay. place. Third world yeah. It's like it's like when you it's like those, those And those self, guys look the same. Yo, it's like those self-defense guys that show you videos from Brazil. Right. And they're like, if you this happens to you, right. and you're like, wait, wait, this doesn't happen. You know what I mean? This it's not happening in Westchester. It's not six armed men coming into a, your compound climbing the, you ne- the thing. You never know. So you never know. Man, you just you just don't you just really never know. Uh, what's the the next you didn't ask? Oh, we didn't you didn't ask. On the other hand, who do you really enjoy rolling with? Okay, I real I roll with a few black belts that have a very floaty breakdancey kind of game. It's always incredible the way they can do cool shit. Tim Carpenter, who do you really enjoy rolling with? You want names? I don't want anything. I just want you to answer the question. Yeah. What do you, whatever. The, whatever the however, question is, who do I enjoy rolling with? You want me to list a group of names? Who do you really enjoy rolling with? Mm-hmm. However you feel like that question should be answered. I like rolling with people that um, have good technical jujitsu. I don't like spazzy people. I don't like, yeah, it's mostly I don't like spazzy people that jump around. I don't like real defensive people, people that just try to avoid like engaging. Like Stefanos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, just like people that have good jujitsu. So you said name names, right? Did you, that was part of your question. There's I was a asking name. if you want to meet a name. I, I don't. It's, a, it's this, a silly question. I mean, I own the episodes, but I don't run the podcast. <laughs> yeah. it, I didn't ask a question. JB, who do you like rolling with? I, I, I got so, sort of same lines. Um, When's the last time you rolled? Due to injury, I haven't rolled a question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And if you don't know, it's because I know. Yo, he sounds like he's in front of like a Senate Select Committee right now. <laughs> but you, you know, anytime you're talking on a microphone in front of white people, you got to be on point to a degree. Not to mention all the all the reckless shit you have that you own that I've already said many years before this. But similarly, I'm with, glad with we're all in agreement. I own, I I own all the episodes. <laughs> Yo, I know a guy who just, I know a guy that just got hit on a, um, his divorce because the they have pictures because the housewoman cake says it's their house but the house is in it was like no oh, no no you see wow. the marital house belongs to both of you because of the cake and wow. I said if you don't fucking fight that you bought the house before you married who paid for the, the cake yeah, who bought the good cake point. good point uh, who bought her the cake? Fr- <laughs> it was her friends who brought the cake ah, put her name on it all right. but uh, is, is there any pictures of him eating cake because that would be that's a good one there you go did you eat any of the cake did you is this cake do you know this cake sir. But that kind of thing too. People that uh, it's real smooth and you know not spazzy. I'm not. I never rolled. I did not want to get hurt. So uh, it was not my. I never wanted to roll with anyone that I thought was an, an issue in that way that would hurt me because they don't know what they're doing. And you know, so a a, a nice even kill partner, smooth, knows what they're doing. Even win or lose, it doesn't make a difference to me. Just as long as we're not hurting each other. I mean, so Marco, what about you? Yeah. So I I can't disagree with either mm-hmm. of you. But also, I, I like when I can say st- or when I can tell someone, hey, let's move around a little bit. They understand what that means. I don't yeah. have to say, hey, we're going to go easy, right. this and that. Like they, they get it. 
some of the there's I may have never asked some of these people this, so don't get offended, but especially if I need to warm up, there are certain people that I love warming up with because there they're exactly like you said, super technical, super fun. They're it's almost like you could feel the smile on them when they're training. That's the right. other thing is I want people that I want I don't care how hard you go, but as long as you're happy about what you're doing right now, that's something that's really important to me that right. I could feel that that energy from you. And even sometimes I'll go with, I like going with quote unquote lower ranks, mm -hmm. but have a very specific uh, technical proficiency in an area that I feel I, I lack a lot of skill in so right. that I could put myself there, work with them on right. that and get myself better and then help them with whatever they might need help with. But I think we're just kind of adding to each other's yeah. answers here. Yeah. When I think of guy, like if I was going to name names, guys, since it's been so long since I've trained, but there was guys like good old, I, li I liked rolling with Pete back in the day. Your guy, Pete, the the one kid that, um, that, that tried to kill me. And then, then, you know, then we, then, then I made things oh, big right. Pete. Big, big Pete. Pete. Yeah. Shout out to him. If he listens, uh, guys like Danny back in the day, even though it was smaller, real smooth, uh, pre meathead. I liked rolling with pre meathead. I don't think I've rolled, with, I haven't rolled with meathead too much. Um, you know, Charlie, you know, guys like that, like all the guys from, from years ago that would Quavis, you know, those right. dudes. Yo, how did Charlie do at the tournament yesterday? Cause I saw him. He hadn't competed. He got, yet. uh, silver in the gi and gold in no gi. Oh, nice. It was good. Cause cool. he got, uh, Lost to a guy in the gi. He avenged his loss in no gi. Avenged his loss. So, you last, ask. you didn't ask. Why did mom let me do this? Here we go. When I was 15, I lied and told a 21-year-old I met off of a dating app. I was 18. Eventually, he found out my age, and it was super controversial around my family. I begged him to date me and begged my mom to be able to date him. Eventually, she sided with him and let the relationship happen. In what world is it okay for a mother to think it's okay for their child who is 15 to date a grown-ass man? I literally will never understand that logic. She also let me get tattoos at 17. What kind of mother encourages that type of behavior? Looking back, things like that I would never let my child do. Timmy, your thoughts. Tim, so so um, why, why did her mom let her do this? Because she doesn't have a dad. So you think there's no father in the house? Obviously not. All right. Or just a shitty one. So she either has two shitty parents or no dad. Or one shitty or and a shitty I, parent. You know what? I as I read this again, when she says she sided with the boyfriend. That was very that's very odd. That is really so mm -hmm. no, it doesn't she make sided any with sense. it's she sided with you, young lady. Yeah, yeah you, you wanted, wanted to date yeah. her. Because she, she said that give, the boyfriend yeah. didn't want to yeah. somehow the boyfriend didn't want to date her. Is what she said. The guy. No, resisted. if she sided, the mom sides with the yeah. boyfriend, making it sound like the mom and the boyfriend colluded to make this underage yeah. relationship happen that the girl, that the young lady didn't want. Yeah. But she sought this out. Very, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. She, so, she lied on a dating app. The guy said he didn't want to do it because she's too recent young. Too. But go ahead. And yeah. And then, yeah, she's full of shit. So like Tim saying, maybe there wasn't a dad in the house. No dad. That's right. why she was after an older man to begin with. Mm, listen to me. So, and the mom does this for a few reasons, right? Because she's afraid yeah. that if she doesn't let her do it, she, it's going to become even a bigger problem yeah. and more, more rebellion is going to happen. No. And then the kid leaves. Yeah. Right, runs away from home. There's a lot. Nah. And girls, nah, 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 nah. girls do that a lot, though. She's girls just, run away. mom's just a scumbag. No, mo and, no. no, and you know what the mom's playing? She's playing friend rather than playing parent. That's definitely what's happening. That, that's what the mom's playing. You know what I mean? Scumbag. So, 
So yeah. So and she's definitely not supposed listen, to be your kid's friend. That, I agree. Yeah. Be, poor, they're both making poor choices. Everyone you, in that, say in that equation made poor in choices. This, in a case like this, if you're being friends with your kid and giving them friendly, not drugs, friends. alcohol, yeah. tattoos, letting and them under let them, date let them underage dudes when they're yeah. 15. Right. They're that's, scumbag. that's something else. Yeah. Right. And, and I think the mom at the time wanted to be the mom that the daughter wanted, Maybe. not yeah. the mom that the daughter needed. And, it, and that's, you know, cause those implications are pretty serious. If she Fuck, said man, she was there's, 15, felon, there's, there's yeah. felonies happening yeah. right there. People could go to prison for that. Yeah. So those are, those are definitely life changing decisions. And uh, but I don't seems like the blind, this the young blind, lady, yeah. you know, she's not, she's got some, some personal responsibility i agree with there. that there now, she, she need to make better well, you choices can see, you can see now that she's just like i don't believe it you know what right. I mean? like it's one of those things like she's just blaming what? her and mom for it but if you wouldn't have did it you wouldn't have had this great story to tell you know you wouldn't, you have wouldn't, had something we like wouldn't be talking about her on the ninja rob podcast right. that's yeah. right yo yo we're over forty five thousand dollars. i want you to know that yeah. son. you know that yeah. you know the dollar download i made boom what? wait a minute huh huh excuse me what yeah what huh we're gonna unpack it unpack it all right, Carlson Gracie. I love Carlson Gracie. He's one of my favorite Gracies. Mm. Love some of his quotes too. Tim, we're gonna unpack it. I know this is one of your favorite yeah. one of your favorite this sections. This is a good yeah. one. If you want to be a lion, you must train with lions. What do you think, Tim? What do you think? Carlson Gracie, Tim, what do you think um, we mean? This is he's basically this is a like a silly I mean, like all these things we're unpacking, they're painfully obvious. There's nothing to really unpack. They're pretty straightforward, cliched motivational quotes. But this is like uh saying you are the average of the people you spend the most time with. It's like saying, if you run with the lame, you'll develop a limp. If Wait, you, I've never heard that before. Never heard never heard that. If you lie down with dogs, you're bound to get fleas. I've heard, heard that, that. Yeah. And it's, all the, it's just saying, like, you can't fight the influence of the people you're around from... Uh, like a shitty mom. that lets A you, shitty mom? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I guess not. No, you can fight the, the influence of a shitty mom. You but really think so? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, you can't fight the influence of the people you, that uh, you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with your mom, you Good can fight. Bad. You can Good fight that influence. Yeah. Well, you don't really surround yourself with your mom. You, he does it to himself. <laughs> you don't. Well, you don't surround yourself with your mom for probably fifteen years of your life. You're surrounded by your mom. No, 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 no. no, no. You're oh, surrounded okay. by your mom for a few years early on. Then you're around your friends. Okay. Mostly surrounded by the kids at school. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's true. I feel as I get older, it's it's more the all cliches are true. It's just a it's just another way to say right. train with people that are good so you can become good. It's just a cute right. A cool and way and to this say. is really That's him all. saying that your training partners matter. Yes, definitely for sure. Like the people and you train with really do matter. It's also like steel, the iron sharp, the yeah. iron. That whole more thing. so. Like, I don't know about more so, but like the environment you're in matters. Mm -hmm. Right, you know and what and I mean. The people you're around like are even driven if, and have goals. Even if you're not. Like if you're a kid growing up in a like you're growing up at the Carlson Gracie Academy, you're not training with Mario Sperry and uh, Minotauro, but mm. you're around them. You see what and you get that you scent, see what the that guys scent is in yeah, the gym. Yeah, yeah. The the um yeah the environment is really important. Yeah, no, I think like you said, I mean, all those things I I believe are right, and and the it goes the other way too. That's why if you run with the lame, you'll develop a limp. Yeah, mm. no, it, I like it, it. And the instructor is a big part of that too, though, right? Right. Of that environment. If we're talking about martial arts school that, you know, you have people that gas people, like, oh, I could produce world champions. Well, have you done that in the past? I have. Oh, you weren't asking me? No, no, it was just kind of a general question, right? Yeah, like yeah. black belt world. Very few gyms or instructors have produced legitimate black belt world champions, ADCC world gotcha. champions. And they use that. They throw, oh, the home of world champions. And I probably even have that on my, my website as well. 
but a lot of instructors are kind of deluding themselves when they say it. Mm -hmm. And so marketing's one thing, but when somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, can you make me a world champion? And you tell them, yes, I can. You fucking like, you know, you're, mm. the, you're these aren't, you're not here. Those nobody, lions nobody aren't here. Make you a world Do you think they're deluding themselves or they're just being generous with themselves? Like they're just like a little bit like a, a you know, maybe, a hey, embellishment. maybe they really believe it. Right. But yeah, uh, you know, the fact them. is they haven't got you most of the time. Cause we know that we could probably name off of the top of our heads, the schools or the instructors that have produced the champions. Mm. Well, we want to hear what you have to say about it. If you guys want to, you, you, you tell us what you think. Uh, but I, I really, I've cliche. always liked that quote. I want to hear what it says. One of the other, you know, so. Yeah, we do have some questions that we were asked. Questions? Let's go. Mm. Ooh, Excuse man. me. So, let me find this. I might need a second here. No problem. I can't find but, uh, question. But I, at, at this point in life, I, I do feel like a lot of the cliches are true. And it just I seems like it's just uh, a run All the, cliches the and stereotypes are based in fact. Th that's, yeah. I don't think I, you, that, that can be argued with, so. Um. But that's gonna be a um, that's just a kind of kind of a common thing. So yeah, so just give me one second here, and I'll so we can get into it. yeah. Get right, to I the got one. You got From one, Eric K. Wanna do that one? Which one's that? No, one? Is that no, the I'll one. Look, uh, is that the one about you? That's yeah. the one about you. That's I mean, not. I'll be the last one. We just, we just wait for Marco to find stuff. Bro, he, yeah, well, he you, weren't here, you weren't here for the meeting. For the so, pre, yeah, pre so. No, but I got the questions. But were you, we, you got one question. I got I got another one for you about Italian food. Yeah, that's yes. awesome. What yes. else? So, here we go. I thought I had it. Here it is. Mission? Now, question for the podcast. What's the best route? So, this is from Jordan Kelly, who always sends in good questions. Question for the podcast. What's the best route? To make a living as a grappler in MMA, specifically the UFC, do you shoot your shot and try to have the Khabib approach where you try to dominate the competition yet lose interest from casual fans until you're undefeated and at the top? Con to that is you risk losing all interest for you if you take some losses. Or do you go the McGregor O'Malley approach? And have a personality outside of that ring that gets you mo uh, most of the casual fans' interest and try your best to have exciting fights over solely focusing on winning. Not really sure if the question makes sense over text, but a similar analogy would be Gordon Ryan, dominant, has haters to watch him see uh, his losses versus Craig Jones, exciting to watch and great personality. So, Tim, what do you think is the best way for a grab? To make, to make money? Yeah. To have a personality? But Craig Jones... So you don't have to be a dick. Craig Jones makes a lot of money because people genuinely like his personality. Yeah. He's like a he's a funny, likable like, dude. Yeah. So like Gordon Ryan's content is him kind of starting shit with people and talking shit and insulting people and going after people and it's kind of like he that's how he interacts with people. Um, Craig Jones makes goofy videos. Right. He sells silly rash guards. He's like he's just a genuinely like funny guy. And do you think that translates into UFC star, like a grappler transition? So, because the main question is grappler transitioning into MMA being successful. Sounds like getting paid, making a ton of money. Um, I think either way, like if either one of Craig Jones or Gordon Ryan wanted to get into the UFC, they would be making more money than most people getting into the UFC right, right now. So, however you do it, you don't have to be a dick, but you have to have some sort of personality. Otherwise, you just have to be like Khabib, just so dominant that people can't ignore you. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Yeah, I, I would say you, the long money is in coaching. Yeah, if, if you really, kind of, you know, if you want to be the John Donaher right. or, or, or whatever, yeah. that's, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's long money. But 
like Tim said, and I, I wrote it down, it's like you win mall submit, right? If you have zero personality or you're not a you know pers- a very personable guy. Now he brings up O'Malley and McGregor. They're both strikers. They're not grapplers right. for the most part. They and win they most both of win. The- right. Yeah. All those guys win, but it's a it's a good it's a good example. Like a Khabib, and then you got like the the personality. I think you're going to get more longevity out of the personality. Though. I think. I mean, either either and then, way, and like, personality the can lead into things afterwards That's what too. I'm saying, right. Like, like and playing the heel and in and out of the cage, like Covington does, helps him regardless yeah. of his skill level. Mm-hmm. He clearly he the winning and playing the heel. Yeah. You know what him. I was thinking about Covington is I think he he really missed an opportunity after this last Usman fight to make like that switch. To going from being the heel to being like a good guy, a sort of like all American good he guy. Like if yeah, he had like made it up, made up with Usman, right. like then then they were like hanging out together and stuff. He right. could have really flipped it, sort of like uh, Hulk Hogan did that like two or three times throughout his career. Go yeah. from like yeah, the the heel. he was yeah, he was it's all very good well and then scripted. He, went yeah, he was yeah. always but, good but, when he when he was wearing all black and had the yeah, black, black beard. beard yeah. But he could that. just do that and go from like yeah, that, heel to reverse. I think he really missed an opportunity. Some of the rhetoric, all that taking a turn, I think, right. Well, there's a heel turn. Oh, the heel, you oh, when you go bad. Okay. I don't know right. what it's called. Or you go, what's, what's the baby opposite face? of a heel? I think it's a baby, baby face. face. Is it? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the funny thing is listening to him afterwards, and I, it was very brief, it just sounded funny, like him kind of still pumping up the same old rhetoric. Yeah. It was just like, yo. But I think like, regardless, like, these guys got to yeah. be charismatic, right? No, 100%. Like, yeah. Listen, man. Charisma. Khabib's the only boring guy. I don't think Islam I mean, is popular. As I think everybody Khabib thinks. is charismatic. He's, a, I think he's funny. His, it's just like his it's, lack it's different. He doesn't speak yeah. great English. Like but a, he's rom- like, a bromance. He but said, he's so he's like funny, uh, the way you said it. He's so like um, straight to the point. Like he's gotcha. like these, these guys. Matter of fact, he's like these guys are bullshit. Number one bullshit yeah. guy. Yeah, number one bullshit. Set, set guy. location. He's like very simple. He's endearing. He's endearing. Yeah. His his him his his goofiness. I got you. All right. Next question we got from. Uh, from Mike, he trains over. You're just squeezing out a fart right there. You're no, like, no, no, no. I'm like, trying to remember Mike's last name. <laughs> and I'm like twisting my little shifted to it, the this right. This is how I fire. Yeah. How I fire the neurons that okay. have my memory. Mike Dempsey, squeezing one out. Super good guy. Came to. Uh, I think he's a blue belt, possibly purple now, and uh, sometimes comes to open mat. He said, "Awesome last episode, guys. I loved how you unpacked the evolution of submissions in MMA. So it made me think of a question: What was the best submission finish you've seen in an MMA match?" I keep remembering the Korean zombie twister, but I'd love to hear you guys unpack this. Tim, what's your best submission victory you've seen in MMA? Um, I think I have to put myself back in like olden times when I was younger and it would be like hoist first Dan Severn. The like triangle how, choke. Yeah, right? like mm. how, how crazy that was at the time. You know what I mean? Like a 170 pound guy versus a 260 pound guy. He's like getting yeah. mauled for 17 minutes, and then he, like, nobody really knew what was going on. And it was like the slowest triangle right. in history. And then you just see Dan. Even the announcers were like, and Dan Severn taps weird too. He, like yeah. he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody knew what was going on. Yeah. And that was just like, I don't know. That's a good answer. That's really nah, good. Very good. And one. it was like that. It was like when you realize how the guard, because Hoist had submitted another guy from his guard in that. uh tournament he submitted keith hackney with an arm bar which is pretty sweet okay but that wasn't jason jason delucia was earlier in the that was in ufc too um he i mean he submitted chemo from his guard as well but the one against dan seven was because it was like a long ass fight it was like you know it was seven it was the first time 17 minutes into a fight 
And like everybody thought Hoist was just getting like beat up. Because the toughest fight he had prior to that was chemo. chemo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long. It was just a tough fight. It was like a seven minute fight, I think. Right, but, but he got, yeah. yeah, he got beat up a little bit. Had blood sugar issues after. Mm. Yeah. So I think I think that one not like it's not the most spectacular now. There's right. like way more spectacular finishes. But in your memory banks, that's what so that's if I, it's if it's if like I went down put, that lane that's, 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 that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember? I can't remember the the Japanese karate guy that they brought in. Minoki Ichihara. Min- Again, bro. See, oh, you, on, this you, is bring, why you bring <laughs> value. Minoki <laughs> Ichihara, where. I had, I'm like, what is he choking? I, I thought it was I an arm lock. I thought it was lock. an arm bar. thought yeah. it was an arm lock, and then you watch it again and even again. The, even it was the, a gi choke. Even the announcer thought it was an arm bar. He's like, he popped the capsule in his elbow. Uh, yes, yes, he said that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't know we had capsules yeah, in our elbow. Yeah, me either. wonder what that was. <laughs> yeah. But then it was, a, it was a gi choke, and I'm like, and you, you know. You had cr- to know, it's weird, because if you know jiu-jitsu, you see it immediately. Yes. Right. But yes. when you don't know jiu-jitsu, you or don't you're know early on into it. Yeah, you just don't, like. Yeah, yeah, that, that was yeah. a good one, JB. What it's, about you? And it's submissions, right? Just yeah, submissions? yeah, submissions okay. in MMA. Um, submissions in MMA. Some of my I have favorites. an answer if you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So was Frank Mir versus Noguera? Okay. When when Mir breaks Noguera's arm with that Kimura, mm. I hated seeing it because I love Noguera, but I think this speaks to the even though Frank Mir was champion, he's an underrated people. Don't talk about how highly skilled yeah. Yeah. and good he was. I think he lacked a little bit of heart, but... I think it was more of a chin than his heart. Okay, well, maybe yeah. a little bit of both then. Yeah. But an amazing fighter and his it was total commitment... Right? No, it was a... It oh, was I'm a sorry. Kimura. The, when he broke Kimura, and I believe he did it. like a spiral yeah. fracture of Bro- his... Ooh, yeah. And it was, nice. it was bad, and his commitment, the roll through, and he kept going, and he, he jumped on that. And Noguera's top of the food chain jiu-jitsu guy. Right. And Frank Mir is obviously really, really good at jujitsu, but not doesn't didn't have the accolades Noguera had. So to me, that's that's one of my favorites. If I could have a second place, yes. it'd be that. It would be no, it would be Noguera versus Krokop. Like as again, like Noguera is getting like fucked up in that right. fight. Couldn't get him down, couldn't like it, it was kind of like well known. If you don't get Krokop down, you're gonna get knocked out. Yeah. And he was getting like beat up all through the first round. Um, I don't know if he scored any takedowns. And then pretty early in the second round, he scores a takedown, gets to the mount. Krokop tries to push him off, and he catches him with an arm bar. Um, I think that would have to be a number two because that was like a the cool thing. And then also you got Minotaur versus Bob Sapp. I was just thinking about that. You know that. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, Minotaur yeah, yeah. was oh, like – Oh, no, there's a, there's a ton of them. Yeah. But it's yeah. even though like Minotaur was like a 240-pound a guy, he was, like always, he was always looked yeah. at as like Yo, the when, underdog. I, I, I like – I'm sorry. You, were you he, he just had like great wins for jujitsu. Yeah, like there was times where like, oh man, jujitsu guys aren't. When are that kinda, was a thing when ju- when jujitsu needed to be defended. Yeah, yeah. Not, still jujitsu versus so other different people. Now. Yeah. You know? That's right. Yeah, that, that's a good one. I was thinking of first the one with Sakuraba and Henzo. When, oh, uh, when he breaks Henzo, there was no arm. submission. No submission. There's no tap. Okay. There was no, no tap. tap. Oh, it doesn't count. Okay. They referee stoppage. Referee stoppage. TKO. Fine. All right. I, can't, I don't down. remember exactly what it was, but it was an Oleg Tektarov fight, and it was I, I was a you know super novice. I don't even know what I was watching it on. I don't know if I was, I don't know if it was the UFC, but it was he was it was definitely UFC. He was getting the shit kicked out of him, and then he did that like sambo rolling jump back thing and got your leg and boom. This was like I was just like I'm I don't know I'm 14. I'm like Whoa, oh my god. When's what, the last time you what watched did he that? Just do? It's been years, right? right. So it's if you look years. at it today, you'd It'd probably be like, really be unimpressed. <laughs> yeah, with but it. but then bro, I was just yeah. like, yo, he's getting like his face is bloody, 
And then when he wins, his face is all bloody. I'm like, but another the fuck? guy that wasn't crazy skilled but super tough. Nah. Oh, look, that that would be you know some of his that jump. I don't know what that technique's called. It's but a rolling knee bar, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It seemed like he almost. Uh, she's a Gatami. He's a Gatami. He's, He's a, a sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. We do want to hear yours. If you have them, if they're modern, if they're old, hey, check out the ones we all recommend or we we listen to. Yeah. Let us know. Tell Timmy how much full of shit he is because it's not that great. I do it all the you time. I mean? That's what we'll do. Next all up. right, Lucas Davidson. I think he's at a student of yours, Tim. Yeah, yeah Lucas. He's, he said he it in his first win yesterday. Oh, congrats, congrats, Lucas. Shout out. Nice. He was a guy that was like, he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they stuck around nice. and got his guy's yeah. first win. Yeah. Seven, so he yo, said this in last week. Seven. And I I forgot, we forgot to, to talk about it. Can you talk about stare downs and if they are important? Tim. I think to some people they are. I think to I think to some people it gives them like a feeling of like dominance over the other person but i think uh i don't know i i was always uncomfortable like i would always feel like i was going to crack up like like smile or laugh i was like staring in another man's right. eyes so i basically always just like look down i never like really how far down would you look like at the package Shoot. oh nice right at him you could see right who, was, who was the better man yeah yeah gotcha really and i was always <laughs> i was always <laughs> would you second best always you're always silver medal <laughs> like you know you're printing right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the stare down in anything that's not the highest level of combat sports, where we say professional boxing, you know, title fights or the UFC. I think at the at all these other ones, they they really don't bring much to the table. I think in MMA and boxing, you could you can size a guy up. You can maybe even you know depending on his mental state break him there right. win the fight before you even get into Some the Mike ring Tyson or cage right, there, yeah. right like take a guy's soul there yeah like tim was saying it's tied into emotions yeah. right if we can be there so are they important i think in the ufc in championship fights for boxing 100 i i think they're bullshit there's a, in a grappling something match. very primal about it too like eye contact yeah, yeah. is very aggressive like if you can be in certain areas if you make eye contact with somebody it's like Oh, You're nah, basically just... challenging them to a fight, dude. It, living in the city, you make eye contact with people for too long. Yo, what's up? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. yeah. But like, if now nah, I got a whole, I, uh, I, I can. But that's I think uh, what it I all can play a whole exchange that I had about <laughs> what it the all, whole thing, bro. Right. It all I'll comes do down to like if if we're you know they put us face to face, it's like prime was like who looks away. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you look away, it's yeah. like and you always looked away. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I never looked. No. Oh. I they I, like John Package Jones check. and John, you ever see what John Jones does? He turns his shoulder to the person looks looks like. Past them. past them, like they're really? nothing, like they don't even I look exist. Down yeah. on them. You look yeah. down at them. Now, gr growing Hit up, them. you know where, where I grew up, <laughs> it was like reckless eyeballing. So you, if you were staring at somebody too long or saying something, there'd be a problem. But I have a whole uh, some guy. I was some guy was looking at me. We were at like a strip club. He's looking at me, and I turn and look at him. Chippendales? And, no, <laughs> Blobbendales. <laughs> and uh, so this is the exchange. I look at him. So we like we lock eyes. We look at each other. I'm like. You all right? <laughs> this is. Uh -huh. I'm all right. You all right? I'm all right. You all. Right. I'm all right. Are you all right? No, I'm all right. Are you all right? I'm all right. All right then. <laughs> this is there was so much said yo, with yeah. so little words. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it started like, you all right? Oh, I'm, I'm all right. You all right? Oh, I'm all right. Are you all right? I'm all right. You all right? All right then. <laughs> I think there might have been six words used, but there was so much <laughs> Yo, that's language a real exchanged. Thing. That was at yeah. Fantasy Show Bar and a Black Horse Pike. 
Son, that was real They're shit. Full, fully nude, right? No alcohol? Nah, they weren't. Uh, they, yo, yes, they were. I'm sorry, they were. You're right. On stage only. Yeah. Uh, Don't put your fingers you in the crack. You got a couple questions, Tim? Let's go, Timmy. Timmy uh, with the question. Yeah. Or, or you want me to read Back oh, on yeah, you yeah, until come you, on. you until no, you're, you're, you're not ready? You're ready all you're, of a sudden. you're not ready? <laughs> yeah, but that was the whole exchange, man. Yo, that was amazing. I'm not going to say his last name. We used to work together. But that was a... What is... Let's go. What is Marco's favorite Italian restaurant? I don't like the way he, she phrased Italian, E-I-E Italian. But anyway. What is your favorite restaurant? Pizza Hut. Excuse me? Pizza Hut. Domino's? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Wawa Spaghetti. So I don't have a, a lot of experience with Italian restaurants in Philadelphia. My dad was an excellent cook. Probably had his life turned out differently, maybe would have become a chef, but decided that supporting his family was more important <laughs> and, and did a, a job he was highly skilled and well paid for. So we didn't go out to a lot of Italian restaurants. Right. Like for us, going out was going to the Sizzler. <laughs> did, have, did they yeah. have like spaghetti at the bar? What bar? Like at the smorgasbord, they had like this, a buffet thing. I, I would sure. not, I would bypass. I'd probably get hit with it. <laughs> you didn't pay attention with, to yeah, it. Yeah, with that. they had to. I'm sure. I don't, that tray. My father would probably hit me with that tray. I went to Ponderosa. Sizzler, Ponderosa. Same, all, they all always had spaghetti. And so we never went meatball. to a lot of Italian restaurants yeah. because why the fuck am I paying this guy to cook when my dad probably cooked mm. better than the guy bringing the, yeah. the food out? But, he would make homemade pasta, ravioli, uh just everything and it everything. was there's i look at pictures i go who the fuck are we feeding there, there's <laughs> enough very people, italian right, there's guy. enough food for 40 people there there's seven of us there right what but you know yeah. everybody everybody's got to eat yeah. and that was a point of pride for my dad that that and hey did you like it and then making desserts like he from beginning to end he was yeah. the man but if i had to pick a place that i was at recently is probably and i didn't have that great of a customer service experience but the food was really good this place is called langolo Long yeah it means the angle it's right on the okay. corner of a small street it's about a half a block from my house really yeah and they just made me wait too long they didn't never let me know my food was ready when i went to we go pick it up because yeah, you were mad i'm super mad how good it was it was like, exactly if it would have been bad then What'd i could have been uh gnocchis nice yeah and gabagool get some gabagool gabagool nah. come on that's lunch. Get some that's a lunch no some mozzarella Relax, cuz. Yeah. What I do want to try, and I hear it's phenomenal, uh, Mark Vetri, who I, I've met a few times. I don't really know him well, but is this Fiorella pasta. I don't know if yeah. anybody's been. I've never been. Guys been. I've had. You want to go? I've had I stuff do. from some you, of those restaurants, yeah. but not that one. Yeah. So I, I really want to try Fiorella because it's, I like the neighborhood it's in. There's a story to that building. It used to be called Fiorella's uh, Sausage. They used to make sausage. Oh, okay. an old butcher shop. Bet. So there's a lot of history in that, in that neighborhood yeah. for sure. It was there for a long time. Awesome. Next question. Tell me. Um, um, this, is a, this is a question about me. It's a pers yeah. oh, okay. personal question. Man. Who, who sent this? Uh, who this sent is from this? Eric K. Okay. Not Erica. Eric K. Eric K. I am told that Tim Carpenter used to have long hair when he was younger. Mm -hmm. Was it the Hoist versus Chemo fight that made him cut it, or was there a different catalyst to compel his decision? I'm going to say yes. The fans need to know. Yes, there was definitely. No. Well, no, I don't think it was that fight. I think oh, it was okay. James Waring versus Eric Paulson that really got you to no. to want to cut your long I hair. I believe I cut my hair at that point. Let me ask you a question: How many you times you saw did the validity in cutting it when you I, saw James Waring? I learned firsthand the validity. <laughs> I was, I was. No, man, so before you, how many times did someone say, "Excuse me, ma'am, could you point?" Well, because like, that's who I met. How many I times met did, they, did they? A fat, blonde-haired, long woman. This fat woman with that blonde was hair. A, well, I wouldn't say a woman. This fat teen. Oh, okay. That I looked like a girl had the breasts of a a woman. A woman. Yeah. Um, 
So I got in a fight and a dude grabbed my hair. Huh? There it is. I was like, I was Eric Paulson and this other kid was James Waring. He was Whoa. black dude? No, no, he was no, black kid. Okay. Uh, but he got a hold of my hair and I couldn't get away and he like kicked me in the face like a Damn. Wow. I ate like a yeah. lot of kicks to the face. To yeah. the grill cakes? Like he had my head Shit. like down. Whoa. And he was just like. He's snapping him out. Booting me in the face. Like, front snap kicks right to the face. What was this? The Russell um, Dumble Streets of Westchester? It was at the Goshen Fair. Not the Goshen Fair. Goshen whatever Fair, that is. Yeah. Okay. Is that like, like the Piggly Wiggly? What was that? Was like Did a, you take your, you took like your pet town pig fair. down there? No, no. They, I mean, they had like rides and stuff. They had <laughs> blue ribbon. So you weren't, you weren't suffering like from the male pattern baldness then? No. No? That's only now you have that later after right. yeah so after i got in that fight then i cut your I, decided, hair. I started training judo after that fight and then after i started training judo i was like i can't have this hair anymore it's you did have the long hair for a little judo. while yeah yeah gotcha. yeah for sure when but I first we started, all know that that hair is going to be obsolete in the future so we're just we're ahead of the trend <laughs> that's, all, that's all that matters so. yeah that's it so you know hate on sight another another uh, another thing you love hate on sight um Unpack it. Yeah? <laughs> hate on sight. Unpack you hate the, it. Yeah? You hate yeah. The, um, unpack the that? Unpack, unpack this? this. Yeah, unpack why this? do you unpack hate that? It? It's dumb. So you're, we're being presented with like very straightforward, obvious things and being asked to unpack them. You want to unpack something that's a little more deep? Okay. I, I mean, if you want to bring segments to the show, we're just trying to create content that we think is fun. Yeah. What aspects of the show? I think I like you it better because he hates it. Yeah. What, like what it, have you brought to the show from a a bit or a segment standpoint that we use? No comment. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the not. Sil- I, look, the silence. Listen. Definitely- listen. Listen. I'm just saying, I don't like it. You ask me, I, I hate it. No, you hate it. Yeah. Right, so I'm I'm asking, what com- what segments would you like to add? You want me to bring one? Please. I brought uh, what's for breakfast a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that was after that I had started. Off it was actually with what's, what's for lunch. What's, what's for dinner was my idea. Right. That's true because that's always no, that's, yeah. that's his question. Yeah, yeah. I'm always. Asking. I bring a lot to the show. It's just I don't. I don't come in here and try to take credit. No, no, for you it. do. Like, you do bring a lot yeah, to the show. I bring. For sure. I bring but, segments to the show. Well, like, you know, they're like spikes, though. You but know, no, like I just don't try to take credit for them. I I just give them to the show and I I I step back and let. Thanks. I appreciate. Margo, what's your hate on site? People that use handicap spots without the either proper oh, license okay. plate or the tag. Right. It's fucking infuriating. Right. But do they have it? Or they just, it's just like people that don't have it at all. So if you don't have it displayed, I'm going to assume you don't you have don't it. Have yeah, because let me tell you, it's nothing, I don't know about you guys, laying on it, like you fighting and you know, you see, you know what I mean? Right. You see them. So if they don't have the tag or, or the, 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 the license plate or the tag, the, my second hate on site dovetails into this yeah. is the people in my neighborhood that get handicapped spots in front of their house because they think it's their personal spot. Yes. And they just are older. Yeah. And they don't want to walk too far, which I kind of understand. Didn't but that's my mom not, have one of those or something? My dad. Had a heart and problem. And then you used to use it? He had a heart problem. I went my, and I would take my mom to the mall. Okay. Yes, I did. Right. Yeah. Heart problem. Okay. It really needed. My my head I, on- I, <laughs> I just feel the wheels of that bus. <laughs> <laughs> Hoisted on your yeah. Mine is uh failing inspection. For your car? On my truck. So you've got a lot of money put into son, that truck. Son. What did you fail on? Start. Your gas tank? Emissions. Did you get a new exhaust system? I got, a lot of things got got done on okay. the car. So, uh, but nevertheless, you call your going, mechanic. 
<laughs> Nevertheless, I, I have it. Yo, yo, and they only give you 21 days to take care of it. I, so it's a whole thing. Like you, you have, have to clear your schedule. <laughs> Obviously, gentlemen, you understand how it is. But you know, like I have, like I'm on the clock right now. So I'm either gonna in a few days, I'm either gonna figure to sell it. I might take it to somebody and sell it to them so they can put it in the, so and start driving it again. It's gonna be under you know get you put your your man. I'm selling it to your man, but I'm gonna keep it. So fail fail an inspection and then the rigmarole going through that because I I got I have to have a because it's official and there's like paperwork on it now. I have to take it to a shop here. Really? And then they have to fill out the paperwork that came with it. So I have to, yeah, there's paperwork that came that the shop has to fill out. So there, it's a certified shop that does certified emissions So they can't work. just reinspect it once you get the work done? No. Not, oh. not with this. So this is, I, in New, Jer- this is New Jersey. Dr- now draconian. I, need, I have to read. And another thing is the guy. Now, listen, I know you're working. The guy at the at the inspection st- stations totally minimized. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. You just do this. Just Google it. You know, he started whatever he could right. say to get me the fuck out of there. Once I was like, well, what do I have to do? So I took it right to this to the muffler people, and they were like, we don't do any of this stuff. It's like, yo, this is all this other stuff. So nevertheless, um, there there is there's some language in there saying I can repair it myself. So, you know. I'm still figuring it out, but just going through the process and then people minimizing it because so if you I don't know do it in the 21, the if you don't do Yo, it in the they 21 can suspend days, suspend my license. They'll Yo, suspend my license of registration. I they put a bench warrant out for my dad because I didn't pay a parking ticket in Maple Shade one time. Yeah, that's insane. No, they do that. It's it's one of those. things. I wound up paying that parking ticket. By the way, that's a. That's a <laughs> I'm glad you did, Timmy. Love yeah, on you site. wanted to keep that handicap spot. <laughs> love, love, on, love on site, Timmy. Love on site. Uh, love on site is yeah. uh, watching students uh, get better and win. Mm. That's it. That's what's get up. Better and win, or get better. Get better. Get better and win. Get better. So that's a two. And two win. You love two things. Yeah. If you continue to get better, you'll eventually win. Nice, Marco. Love on site. Kind of dovetails in the jujitsu community as a whole. I got you. I think it's a great community. Super helpful. Yeah. A friend of mine just recently lost his job. I know it's a very robust job market right now, mm-hmm. but he immediately found a pretty decent, a well-paying job through. at his jujitsu school through a friend. And those con- these connections are just super deep. Yeah. And the jujitsu community, when it's done right, even even when it's done wrong, even the schools that I would consider schools that I would never want to be associated with, the people within those schools are super tied into yeah. each other and super helpful to each other. So uh, it just seems like it's always willing to help. So gotcha. jujitsu community. Mine is um, uh, running into friends in unexpected places. So your man, last Tuesday, I'm running. I get, I, I fail my inspection. I try to go handle it. I'm, you know, they tell me to go fuck myself. Come back next week at six a.m., which is like, I'm gonna try to do it, but whatever. So I said, all right, I'm gonna go to the sauna. Get there a little bit earlier than I normally do. I come out. Who's sitting at the table? My man right here. We sat down. TC. We did, we did a round together, like, just like the good old days. Wow. Man. Like I, had like for, I had a gift for him. He had a gift. Something I, something I had been meaning to yeah, get for he like had, several something years. Something he had. He had it in the car, man. We chopped it. We spent about an hour it, together. Has it been in the car for months, the right? The entire time. Probably. The it was, entire yeah, time I, I, I've been I, supposed I, to give it to you him. You recall me asking <laughs> for it, yes. you know, seven, yeah, eight months ago. I think ago. you said it was here. Yeah, he didn't know. But nevertheless, we ran into each other there, and we It would have been an amazing story. If not for who you ran into, <laughs> nah, we was you know it was one of those things, man. Because we hadn't, 
Because the first time I went there, it was with Timmy and kind of like Turn you he, on to he showed me the ropes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just great running he's in a good, he's, being I, with I, him. I, I break him, but he's and, a good you know, man. No, nah, we listen. Yeah. You know, and it made, it's funny because it made me think of us in general. Like we, it's we all we have such synergy. We we do such good things together, and we think about all the times we've like all the dinners we've had. Yeah. You know, I was in K, KOP the other night, and I was just like, yeah, we used to go to Sullivan's every Thursday. You know, we had all these you know these nights doing. It really helps spur the economy. Yeah. So, steak, steak yo, Wednesday. it wasn't a steak Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Thursday. Thursday. It was a steak. It was just a weeknight steak. Yeah, one, it, yeah. it, it might have been Wednesdays, but uh, yeah, we had we had that. But there was times during one of the 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 one downturn in 08, Marco and I are sitting in, in Capitol Grill on Broad Street. Like, man, the economy must be doing poorly. Yeah, right. Places jam packed. Yeah. So. Rich people stay. So rich. it was uh running into friends at, at a certain place. Now, the big question right now is, what's for dinner? Oh. Timmy, um, I haven't had What's dumplings in a couple weeks. Nice. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do dumplings because around Thanksgiving time they make a, a gobbler dumpling. Okay. So it's like turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuff. Yeah. In uh, in a dumpling form. Nice. I'm going to do that. Turkey, are mashed you, potatoes. Do you like? Do you are you a fan of that in general? Like I know they make egg rolls like that. I've never had that, but so last time I ordered the gobbler dumplings, um, I had COVID and I lost my taste. Like I was, oh, I was extremely okay. excited to try these things. Some people would argue it never came back. Mm-hmm. And this, um, so I ordered these dumplings. It was going to be the first thing I ate when I got my, when I was done being sick and I had no taste. Mm. So this will be my first time trying so it. So now you'll be, you'll be back. So what, what is, what's the ingredients in the gobbler? It's like turkey. It's like Thanksgiving dinner in a, in a is dumpling. Is there a cranberry, a little cranberry in there? I think there, there is. I believe. Oh. Is, it a, is there a That's sauce? That's my favorite a, part of Thanksgiving. That, maybe it's a cranberry usually. dipping sauce. So I knew, I knew a guy that he, he, his, he had a cookbook and all. He was a chef. And he made egg rolls. The day after Thanksgiving, he made egg rolls. And the, the cranberries were in the sauce. He do put, you guys like uh, the tube of jelly cranberries? Or do you like the actual berries? I like both. Yeah. yeah. I, I really but, like yeah. I like the jello the shit. Jello. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. So I like, like, it's yeah. like it's I like that little twang it's got. Cool. It goes yeah. down you just like, yeah. <laughs> like Yeah, it's like that's a, isn't it's that jello. what it is? Candy. It's, it's like jello, right? It's like a, a soft jolly rancher yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 like like yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. So we didn't, you know, being, you know, we, we didn't always have uh, cranberries because we I didn't, didn't really have eat, actual eat cranberries until I was in my thirties. I don't think any. Listen, they weren't I only available. Had, yeah, I only had certain cans. Right? That's all they were. Yeah. They were. That's all they were. So, Marco, what's for dinner? Man, I, I need some suggestions. Really? Yeah, I've been. Doggy uh, Joe's. No, oh, there's a new. You know what? Did, maybe, you the, did you do the Stromboli last time? I forgot. Really? Maybe I'll do that. Garcia's from the new restaurant. Where? It's yo. It's in your old neighborhood, off of like off a of second. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do Stromboli tonight. Thank you. There you go. Thanks for reminding me. There you me, go. He I opened a new, a new joint. They do tavern pizza and they do Chicago style pizza in Brooklyn. It's a little. Where weird. is this on Second Street? It's on Second, bro. In the in the mix, like up in yeah, Kensington. Like, I'm, I'm telling JB. you, I was in your old neighborhood, like right right around there. What's, what's for dinner? Uh, for me, it's gonna be chicken. You know what I mean? I would like a. I, what I would like is a nice rosemary and garlic chicken with some polenta you know what i mean a good polenta i haven't yeah. had a good polenta in a long I time i remember rosemary garlic yeah. time maybe yeah that, that'd be hitting that's what i'd love i i would love to have tonight for uh for all right dinner. everybody's been waiting we did not uh, hey we gotta so we got up. so Gate zero me. progress well let's talk about it there's nothing we to only talk have about. a few minutes left on this there's, sd card so it can't go long nothing to talk about jb what have you done so my my first question is: Do we need to reimburse you? Apparently, we don't. Apparently, no, you have not. You can't figure not. out how to right. how to pay. I can't. So listen, I was I 
I thought this was going to happen. I said, let me take care of this shit to early to, to today. Because you knew this was coming. Sitting there on the had, uh, had computer. A busy week. I didn't have, didn't have time week. to get to it earlier. He in the failed week. inspection. You no, know, so he's been failed, stressing. I'm stressing, son. I don't know what I'm going to do. So I go to 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 do to as we you know as we see. Uh huh. Going to download it. The issue is that I don't have the password to my Apple ID. So see right there to pay, and mm-hmm. it says it's going to charge my uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't have I don't have this passcode. I don't know. Can you what my Apple can you recover? I've, I've, I've dealt with that before. Okay, how do I get past this? You have to contact Apple. Well, that's what I'm going to do then. Right, so there's I think an easy I, fix. Con- I think contact I Apple. I'm going to contact Apple, pay it as soon as possible, and then I'm going to You start. might even could go to the Apple store and have them help. help you think you. so? Yeah. They, they've been very not helpful. My cousin, she drives an, she drives 40 minutes just to go to a different Apple store because the ones in her, where she's so in, in Long Island right. are so shitty. Go to the one All she right. goes so to. So this is where I am with did it. Right you, did you update your profile? Yes, I put a, I added a different picture, but I didn't make the, I didn't, I changed, didn't, I put a picture, but I didn't change the words yet. Remember, because I wanted to see how my We are going to split test it. Yes. All right. So, so guys, there's still no holding pattern about this. Any new like backs or whatever the fuck it is? There, I checked, so they, they let you see one. They let me see one. And the woman, she she's probably a lovely person. No, no, this let me ask. So how many, so because the last time we talked, you had five people it that still really. says it has five. I, I think they're fake. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think. So, what was wrong with the woman that you saw? She seemed like a lovely 54 year old white lady from wherever she was. It just didn't, you know. what I mean, she's a, quite a bit older than me, um, and you know, there's really no way for us to communi- cause, communicate because of the thing. I just wasn't. Can we read her profile right now? Nah, it just it went back. Ah, uh, okay. Again, so, so let me. Ask, I got two questions. Let's go. Let's go with the questions. First date, other than the obvious. All right. What do you want happening? Okay, I just want a vibe, the right vibe. We don't want to be awkward. Um, good conversation, and that's it. And it does. And listen, I don't. You know, it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Let's read their profile and rate their vibe. That was my question. That's funny. the vibe, man. Yeah. That's it. It just has to. We have to fit. Like I don't. I don't. You know, that's. I don't want to be around anyone who doesn't want to be Where around would you me. Go like if you say. So I would start with uh, maybe a drink, one or two drinks, perhaps maybe coffee. Where? Where? That's a good. No question. coffee. No coffee. No. No. Too long. No, it just doesn't. It, it's not conducive to what you want. Okay. Hey, that, coffee happens during the day. You get. You go get a drink. All right, a drink. You I sit, get a drink. Like when you drink coffee, you can't like sit next to somebody. You drink coffee like sitting across the table from somebody. That microphone is better when you're talking to. Yeah. You. you don't like like when you're. Um, you go get a drink. You can. You can even sit yeah. at the bar. So you at sit the bar is good. So you can like each other, right? bump. You know, play footsie yes, with yeah, her and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, listen to this guy. That's in law. All right, so if you had to pick a bar that you would take a person to, uh, if I had, to, it would probably be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My my favorite place to take. Is it loud there? What do you say? Is it loud? No. Okay, that's good. Super laid back. Chill, so you have a you have a you have a big advantage. Yeah, because as because soon as you I have walk in, people treat you like oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like that. Yeah, but you gotta yeah. you gotta jazz up like oh this yeah. place is uh, yeah, well yeah you right. know what I mean so it's one that that if I would if I really wanted to do it then that's where we would go I'd be like okay so, there and, and and if it was local I would try to keep it you local, would do like, dinner there too oh definitely yeah. well no they mm. do, they they just Listen, do a tasting menu so we're not doing dinner you have there. to um Timmy please you limit the first interaction to to just drinks okay no dinner all right like the woman has to like. 
you have she has to prove that you guys vibe together yeah. for, in order for you to spend an extra Listen, hour man, yeah. or two. I gotta like her. I gotta yeah. at least like so, her. Yeah. I don't even know you if I like You don't need to like somebody to have a drink with them. You can right. figure out if you like somebody over a drink. And right. after that, then you'd be like, That's it. if right, you the, want, you can go get dinner or yeah. you can do other things. Uh, do uh, well, Ideally, other things happen after the drink. Yeah. And then you get dinner some other day. Yeah. If you really yeah. like her. Yeah. But does this her all about having kids, old, young, grown, do you have a preference? So. I'm trying to, I'm not, I, I want to do something different. So generally I dated, I've dated many women with children and now I'm going to see it's, it's tougher, you know, and it's like in my age scope, some of them are, have children, but the children are all older, grown out, uh, of, the yeah, home. out of out of the home. So is that the um, same for you grown out of the home and no children? No, no, That's, it's not the same. Okay. Cause you know, you just, I would just have to see what kind of parent they are. Cause right. you know, are you still the, like, do you have a 27 year old son that, you still take care of everything for him, and he we're well, not looking you, to get married. Definitely not looking to right. get married or have any other kids. Right. I'm looking for the way uh, I vibe with her. We we vibe. So, together. and her kids, you think yeah. is a if they have kids, that's not something you're looking to entertain. Not necessarily. I've done that before, especially if they're young. I would prefer to date someone who doesn't have children. That way, we could spend more time together and really do something. Like, but I'm, if they have older wanna, kids and and they can do things, then fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not as long as not okay. like a thirty year old kid living in the house yeah stuff right. like that like i don't want to yeah. you know you know but at the same time if it is i understand what that is i know that it's just like okay he lives here it's her son great you know i know this isn't going to go very far we're just going to have a casual friendship so peace This is the Ninja Rob Podcast with Marco Perazzo and Tim Carpenter. The podcast for the true martial artist.